niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching. Niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching. Niggas saw it, now niggas talking. Episode 31, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome Woo! back, bitch. <laughs> we back. You know, we know that y'all misses out They had there. to miss. I, I miss coming to the, the studio. I miss coming to the studio. I talking. walked into Better Sounds and I was like, oh, my key yeah. card still works. Yeah, yeah. We feel like Jamal Jamal Murrow or Jamal Adams. <laughs> yeah, when he's like, don't he's you? Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. This nigga is not getting in this bitch. <laughs> our, our engineer damn near locked us out. But Bro, we was we like, what's here. happening? <laughs> It was like, what's happening? Let us up. Episode 31, ladies and gentlemen, yep. and everyone else out there in listener land and mm-hmm. whatever. Is that what I normally call yeah, it? Yeah, you say listener land. Don't so. act like you forgot. Um, <laughs> nigga, it's been, it's been about a month, a little bit over a month. But uh, yeah, episode 31, welcome back. We appreciate everyone out there yes, who appreciate y'all. has been supporting us over the past 30 episodes. Yeah. Um, And we appreciate those out there who've been wondering where the fuck have we been. Yes. Because we too have been wondering... Nigga, where have we been? <laughs> bruh, bruh. Where have you been? How, what you what you been up to? How things been? Man, going? I've been I've been doing a lot. Okay, doing a hell of a lot. Okay, uh, so I think I mentioned before that I'm in school right now for yeah. you know film or whatever. Yeah, so I have been shooting some stuff over the last like month or so. It's like some of the first things I ever shot. So I don't know if everybody's gonna see it. One thing maybe I think people see, but that's pretty much what I've been doing over the last month. So a whole lot of that. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Uh, what about you, bro? Oh, man, over the past month, what else have I been doing over the past month? Oh, man. Going to the movies. I know, you had me beat. Being an A-lister. Shout out AMC. I don't know if y'all follow this man on uh, on Twitter, but it seemed like every other day he's talking about he pulling a double feature. I am pulling a double or tr- oh man, wait until the month of May, Rose. Bruh, they about to they about to ban you from the theater. This nigga be live tweeting the whole movie. Hey, no, nah, man. That, I mean. Besides, uh, you know, of course, doing what uh, us true cinephiles do, and that's yep. go to the fucking movies or watch movies or shows or whatever, or make movies, uh, or make or or make, or make movies. That's true. Make, that's yeah. got to have the move the filmmakers for yeah. me to even watch the there film that's being made. There you go. Um, but uh, man, trying to take care of myself, bro. Um, yeah, 100%. trying to stay healthy, goddamn. Trying to stay cool. You never know what's happening in Hollywood with LA weather. It's 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 cold. It's rainy. It's fucking it's, yeah. Uh, Hot as a bitch. But last six you weeks know, have been absurd. You know, it's like, you I don't, don't know if you, you yeah, just don't no, know. Bro, you don't know what All I know is that shit is day. ending at some point. And, <laughs> all I, and we need to get these episodes out. There you go. So um, we appreciate um, just having the opportunity to be back Absolutely. with you all and recording. Yes. Um, but with that, you know, someone else who, you know, we've been thinking about heavily over the past few oh, weeks that man. we haven't been able to record um or that we not that we haven't been able to record you know life and shit but yeah. um jamie fox bro terrell texas texas boy there jamie you go fox, man um glad that jamie is still with us absolutely glad that you know we we have been able to get you know some some uh, pretty in, infrequent updates you know we, we yeah them, you know sporadic and, and you know we should also which, say which they're is, not Official updates. They're not coming directly from the source. Yeah. 
But they, you know, they but, seem but, to be coming something. from somewhat reputable sources. Right. You know it's I mean? something. I think his, yeah. is, is his daughter, is she still putting out any comments? So I think the only thing his daughter's put out is... Um, like the first initial the thing. The very, yeah. very first thing Got that it. something happened and, like, that's kind of been it. But nobody's really been talking about what specifically happened. At least nobody close to Jamie's mm-hmm. been talking about what specifically has happened. Got it. Um, but, I mean, you know, if you go online, you can see. Yeah. What, or at there. least you can see what some people are saying. Um, but like Corey said, I'm just glad that he's still with just us. Just glad that Jamie's here, man. Look, man, look. It's we just recently lost Harry Belafonte. Yes, I mean, yes, we did. Actually, today, to, yeah, uh, today as of recording. Yes, um, it was yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Oh, mm-hmm. golly. Yeah, my days is running. <laughs> Anywho, Rest in peace, though. Rest in um, peace. I feel like today. <laughs> to the to the fucking. I mean, Harry Harry Belafonte was the first artist whose sync solo album sold. A million copies in the United States. Really? Yes. He was the first platinum artist? Yes. He was a, technically the first platinum artist. Before the RIAA came in and started certifying albums, he was the first to actually move a million units. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Belafonte. I, don't, I read about that. On, like, I saw it on Google whenever. You know, how they... So, like, before Sinatra and all, all them niggas? They weren't moving a million units. In America. In America. They might have moved it world. Okay. Possibly. Yeah, yeah. Possibly worldwide, but not... But wow. Harry in the States... Moved to Millie before everybody else even that is got it, got a, you know, got that status. So shout out to, I mean, and what else hasn't Harry Belafonte? No, he's done, he's done I mean, definitely he's, a lot. I mean, he's one of those people like you'll see like pictures and it's like, how did this all happen in your lifetime? Mm-hmm. He's not like almost like Quincy Jones. Yes, yes, exactly. Like, you know, Quincy Jones. You'll see a picture with him and like Will Smith, yep. and another picture of him and, like Michael Jackson, yep. him and like Ray Charles, uh-huh. and Jay Charles was like uh-huh. uh, young or whatever. Yep. So. And then, and then him with like a, a super young artist now. It's like yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's like how is it possible that all these pictures exist in one person in lifetime? one person's and life? Harry, Bal- uh, Harry Belafonte is a lot like he's that. He's definitely one of those people. But R.I.P. to Harry. Yeah, rest in shout peace. out to Jamie. Um, shout out you to know, Jamie. We thinking about you. Of course, praying for you. We know you're gonna pull through. You are Jamie Fox. He's Jamie motherfucking Fox. Bro. You know, uh, speaking, of, we talking about Jamie. Yeah. What, what's, your, what's your off the top of your head? What's your favorite Jamie role? Go off the top of my collateral. There it is. Collateral. If y'all didn't know, this is a pro collateral show. Pro, this is their first episode. This is a pro collateral show. Although it is called show. Niggas Watching, it is also called it's pro collateral. It's also pro collateral. We fuck with, I mean, Jamie Foxx is, is a legend, uh, 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 fucking one of the most talented individuals that Quite Hollywood easy. has ever seen, that anybody's ever seen. Yeah. Um, and collateral is just one of those collateral films. Of course, he's, he's, he's alongside the box office man himself, Tommy fucking Cruz. Oh, my God. You know? Yeah, shout out to Big TC. Uh, saved Cinema last year, 2022. Oh, yeah, yeah, as, as you love to mention. Per, Stevens, <laughs> per Steven Spielberg. But anywho, we're here to talk yeah. about Jamie Foxx. What's your favorite? Um, oh, man, I have so many. Um, it is, it I is think a lot. I, it, I could, my favorite Jamie Foxx role um, in a movie, man, I think, like, shit, it really might be collateral. I think that was one of, like, those films where I mean he's had so many other roles like fav- like favorites you know like yeah. Booty Call or of course or, that's or, a good role you know there there's I mean any given Sunday any given, oh any given Sunday Willie Beeman um Ray um, of course Ray of course Ray uh, shout out Regina King she shout that. out Regina King yeah, shout out Kerry Washington shout out Kerry Washington um, she's also in that. You know, on top of, you know, he recently just did something with Netflix, was it last year, that was actually fun, you know. Oh, with Snoop Dogg? Day Shift, yeah. Yeah, Day Shift, I actually um, like Day Shift. Yeah, I enjoyed Day Shift, Day Shift was a fun They one. They blew the budget on that first battle, though. That sounds about right. Yeah, the, the whole budget was in that first battle, that first and the rest, the rest of the CGI for the rest of the movie, I was like, oh, y'all niggas, <laughs> y'all spent that whole budget on that first fight. Um, 
I mean, and of course, if you knew anything about Jamie Foxx, you know, prior to him becoming like, you know, a box office star, you knew him from television. You knew him from Absolutely. Living Color. Living you knew him from Jamie the Fox Jamie Foxx show. show. Yeah. You know him from stand-up. Yeah. You know, because he's also a musician. He's one of those niggas that can just do it all. I, I believe you Jamie I mean? Foxx was one of the, like, since like almost Sinatra or Elvis, mm-hmm. who had like a number one movie and a number one record in uh, America when... um. Around when like Extravaganza came out, uh huh, yeah, and um, oh yeah. yeah, I think I was like oh five, and he had like the number one movie at the time. Um, um, I mean, you got one of most people's favorite role with him is also Django Unchained. Oh, Django was actually really good. He was he was great in Django. I mean, it was a lot of uh, a lot of hard R's, hard E R's. Oh my god, all up and throughout that movie. But Jamie fucking prevailed. He was he was he was he deep. held it down. He held it down. Um. I mean, it's, it, I can keep going. There are yeah, just, there's, there's a lot. There's I mean, Law Abiding Citizen, that's actually a really Biden good one. Law Abiding Citizen, yeah. I mean, fucking Dreamgirls. Oh, Hello. Dreamgirls is great. Dreamgirls <laughs> is actually, he's really good in Dreamgirls. Um, you know, Step he was, into I know the he's in And, of course, you know, I'm, I love urban, I love black movies of the 90s. Of course. of course. You know, I just mentioned Booty Call. You know, he was also in the Players Club. He um, was in the Players Club. Players Club is <laughs> black classic right there. You yeah. know, you, I mean, it's controversial, of course. For um, a lot of reasons. For a lot of, <laughs> uh, for a lot of reasons that are all very much, like, <laughs> understandable. Yeah. Like, you uh, get why it is a controversial film. You know, w- one movie he was in, or was it was like that? a TV movie that I didn't get a chance to see, but okay. I would have loved to TV have seen film. is, um, uh, I guess he plays Stanley Tukey Williams in a TV movie. I haven't oh, seen yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, I haven't, yes, I've I never seen it. Yeah, I've yes. never seen it. But I heard he's really good in it. Yeah, I uh, do remember that. So I would love to see that. I would actually love to see that. I uh, mean, and I'm going to just pull up his filmography. He has Jamie Foxx. This is, of course, it, it, the nigga's filmography is 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 extensive. I it mean, is. His, his work in Hollywood is extensive. Yeah. Uh, from TV to film from to music. He's you done know, a lot. Everything. Stand up. Um, but currently, this man has total of seven movies that are either no, all of them are in post production. Seven movies in post production. Seven films are in post production. That's right actually now. crazy. That strays, of course, a voice. Strays. Yes, he's a voice of um, strays. God is a bullet. I've I've heard clone that. Tyrone. Oh, I can't wait for that one. Hey, now that one should have been came out. Um, and uh, those are all are set for 2023 release dates. Then he has some that haven't been announced, haven't been announced in terms of when it's going to come out this yeah. year or next year, five years from now, who knows? Uh, but you got Geechee, The Burial, Back in Action, Tin Soldier, um, and Groove Tales. Those are four additional films on top that of the three to that are out. currently yeah. due out this year. So he's very busy, very, oh, he's very, very busy. Wildly now. busy. He, I don't think he's ever not had a job in Hollywood. No, not not you since I mean? literally America, uh, any given Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, um, but shout out Jamie, man. We thinking yeah. about you um, as always, and um, yeah. But um, something else going on right now. Where is it even going on? Where's CinemaCon happening? Oh, Las Vegas, <laughs> Vegas. Okay, yeah, it's in Vegas. CinemaCon is happening in Vegas as we speak to you niggas out there in listener land. Um, it's a ton of shit going on at CinemaCon, so we not oh, about to fucking we, we, yeah. spend the whole episode talking about what. Good and bad, all of it is it's no, everything not. happening. Studios are there with full slates of what they got for 2023 yeah. and and beyond um, and beyond, yeah, yeah, and beyond. Um, so we ain't gonna we ain't gonna just spend a ton of time on it. But thus far, CinemaCon, what's something that you have uh, seen or that you've read about that you are excited about for this year? You know, there's a movie that I heard about last year. Um, excuse me, I'm sorry. A movie from Gareth Edwards uh, starring John David Washington and uh, Gemma Chan that apparently they dropped the trailer today 
in, in within CinemaCon. They haven't dropped mm. it officially. Right, right, right. Of course. They uh, it comes out in September. They dropped the trailer, and a lot of people were like amazed at what Ooh. they saw. Uh, it's supposed to be like a sci-fi action type okay. of movie. Um, in another, oh, like Tenet, sci-fi action. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like <laughs> I guess they said it's AI versus humans and like some type okay. of war. But whatever the case, this is see- not a Chris Nolan film, ladies. No, and gentlemen. not a Chris Nolan film. Not a Chris <laughs> Nolan. They showed the Chris Nolan. They film, did show the yeah, Chris Nolan. During, film. Uh, they showed a clip of it or whatever today, but uh, or today as of recording. But um, no, I'm excited for that that particular. Movie. I think it's called The Creator or something like that. Okay. Uh, with John David Washington. But I'm pretty excited to see what, where it comes to that. I mean, you know, anybody who listens to the show knows that um, both of us are fans of John David Washington. Absolutely. Um, Huge fans. Yeah. And it, it hearing that a trailer that a movie was in kind of got that reaction. The I'm creator, like, okay. I just, I just, it, it is a creator. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to see what that is. The concept sounds pretty interesting. Also, Gareth Edwards, he's done a couple other movies that I enjoyed. I mean, he mm-hmm. did Rogue One. Uh, he did one of the older Godzilla movies, and I think he did like a movie years ago called like Monsters or something like that. That okay. was actually pretty cool. Uh, but Gareth Edwards is a pretty solid director, so I'm, I'm interested to see what, um, what that film looks like. Okay. Yeah. What about you, man? I mean, it's it, there's so much shit that there was a that, lot of shit. I bro. mean. I can't wait to really dig into these into the, the the presentations. Like I haven't really had a chance to like watch any like clips. Of course, yeah. it's not live streaming, so you know we can't do it that way. No, nah, you people definitely have recorded. Can't. You know, yeah. there there's there's some shit out there that I can watch. So I can't wait to really dig into it. But the movie that I am excited about, of course, for this year that you just recently mentioned, yeah. showed a clip at CinemaCon, and that's Chris Nolan's next film, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Oh. It's happening. It's on the way. It'll yeah. be here very soon this summer. Can't wait. I will be seated in the middle of an IMAX auditorium. Probably oh TCL. Probably Burbank. Probably both. Ooh. Probably both. Might pull a double feature. This is Chris Nolan we're talking about here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this might is, have to do that. This this is one I of, owe it to him to see that one in IMAX. Yeah, I owe I owe him. I owe it to him. I, owe I him literally that. owe it to him. Oh baby. That movie could be eight hours long. I did recently. Oh speak, speaking of you know, Chris Nolan. I did and get a John chance David to see NJ um, JDW. I did get a chance to see Tenet and 70 Millimeter a few weeks ago. It was great. Oh, Wasn't man. It? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, yeah. I could only imagine. The way it's supposed to, yeah, on the film, way it's supposed to be 70 seen, Millimeter, yeah. it just, like, oh, man. man, it was great. I um, ordered my hot sauce on that work. But, yeah, Oppenheimer, man, I'm, I'm oh, looking yeah. forward to that one. I mean, and there's some horror films, I mean, uh, I think Blumhouse and, and Universal had a lot of like great uh, um, uh, uh, horror titles that are coming to theaters this year. I think they're even revamping the Exorcist uh, series. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, but no. The, the what's it called is doing that though? David Gordon Green, who did uh, Halloween. Oh, did Halloween? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I know you locked in. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll go check it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. But the the one I'm I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, I'm looking forward to a lot of them, not just this one, but yeah, for sure. Oppenheimer is on the way. Cannot wait. I'm gonna go see Barbie too, bro. That's gonna probably. Oh yeah, be, I think Barbie's gonna yeah. be cool. I'm I gonna think go Barbie, Barbie looks too. like a cool, fun movie for sure. You know what I mean, um, the Warner presentation was pretty good. Like they they got some titles coming out. This okay. Year. Um, you know, we give Warner Brothers Discovery a lot, a lot, lot of flack of on shit. here. A lot but of there's, shit. But if you guys have not recognized through all of that, you can tell that we adore Warner Brothers. Yeah, of course, Discovery. of course. That, that's why we give them that's so much shit. That's why we give them so much shit. It's because it's fucking Warner Brothers. <laughs> One of the yeah, most how, iconic studios. How are y'all not like, able to, to get this shit figured right. out? So, um, exactly. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, kudos to them. I'm, I'm actually excited for that. For sure. One thing actually I did notice about CinemaCon while we're on mm-hmm. the topic that uh, was a little uh, 
little interesting, I'll say. Okay. Um, and, you know, obviously this is something we got to talk about because we talked about this person oh, a lot earlier boy. in the year. Oh, baby. No, uh, no talk about Magazine Dreams. Magazine Dreams. Who who who's starring that one there, boss? Jonathan Majors, Jonathan brother. Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors, who's been accused of some things. Who's been accused of some things, man. Yeah. Um, I think... No, but I mean, by the time this episode comes out, I don't, I don't think there'll be any new news. Any new news? Nope. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know how much detail we got to go into what yeah, he's necessarily yeah, accused of. Exactly. Uh, I think by this time, you know, being that we haven't recorded in a, a, a little while, mm-hmm. a lot of people do know. But I think we'd be remiss not to mention absolutely that this person that we were praising we earlier praised. in the year. Yeah, I praised on our last episode. That literally we the very last episode that you would have heard prior to this, <laughs> uh, which is probably crazy for people that are like, I wonder what these two niggas got to say about Jonathan Majors. And check that episode 30. It was like, right. oh, this is what y'all got to oh, say. Oh, this is what y'all, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we'd definitely be remiss not to at least mention this nigga is uh, in New York. I don't know if he's sitting in county right now. I don't, I don't know, know where this nigga. I don't think right he's now. at Rikers. You know what I mean? But he ain't at Rikers, that's for sure. But they they got a they got an open case on this man for yeah, man. Uh, for uh, domestic violence, I believe, yeah, and assault and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, this will probably be the last little bit we talk about before we kind of move on. But I do think it's a little weird how his lawyers are sort of approaching this situation. Yeah, they they've yeah. yeah little, I don't know whose lawyers odd. have been. I don't know if if they're his lawyers have been the most like what like like are you. You know, yeah, it's like it's a little tone down. YSL with the nigga saying, telling, oh, bro. telling the judge that he capping. Bro, like, didn't like, the didn't the one of the lawyers get arrested? Wouldn't be a surprise. I think one of the lawyers just got arrested, like Probably. on his way to court. Or something I saw like niggas say they got bro, they got the lawyer in them from TaskRabbit or some shit because, oh my God. like, who who hired you niggas and where where did y'all oh, get that, y'all law degree? Yeah, you look, it looked I mean? like looked like Jonathan Majors asked them YSL niggas like, who would y'all hire? Who I y'all think I want to hire. I want to hire them niggas. They we, seem yeah. like they know what they're doing. Seem like they know what they're doing. They're going to get me off. Yeah, they, they ain't going to get you off, oh, brother. Baby. Well, actually, let me not say that. But I, it, the way it's looking, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't looking, looking good, bro. Right it ain't looking good, bro. To the point where I'm seeing some stuff, uh, to segue a bit. Okay. Seeing some stuff that, uh, I mean, obviously he lost his management and he lost his agents. Lost his management but, and agents. Um, but right now, I guess Disney's playing it by ear regarding uh, the whole Kang thing. Uh, and I've seen some stuff. Where they said Marvel might be looking for a Damson Idris type person Uh-oh. to play Kang if they got to recast it. Oh, baby. Now, before we get into Damson Idris, late, his most famous role, really, because uh-huh, uh-huh, we, uh-huh. we are going to talk about Snowfall. I do want to say, when I initially heard that information and saw how people were talking about it, it made me realize not a lot of people know of Dancing Idris. Mm. You know what I mean? And a lot of people... It's um, still pretty niche. Yeah, and, and a lot of people consider Snowfall a black show. Yes. So there's a lot of people that just won't... Even black people who watch Snowfall and they don't... Or don't watch Snowfall and they, you know, they might not want to just because of the reaction of it online mm-hmm. stuff. But uh, I just I just thought it was pretty interesting to have saw that information uh, maybe a week prior to that last episode of Snowfall coming out. Right, um, right, right. Uh, especially how good that last episode was. Yes, sir. Um, but um, I mean, it, it it it's unfortunate. Especially, you know, I, w- I was talking to someone recently. Um, I'm I'm not glad any of this stuff is 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 happening. Uh, I'm not glad to to learn about you know what he's uh being accused of doing. Of course not. No. Um, 
especially, you know, during the time where, you know, so many people, including us, were were writing for this guy. Absolutely, like, yeah. We, we couldn't wait to see what else he was he was up to. Absolutely. In, in I mean, bro, I we mean, literally had a large yeah, segments large of this show segments. like this year, yeah. like talking about just how, what we thought of him uh-huh. as an actor. You know, we used to praise him for Lovecraft and all of, of course, these other, yeah, you yeah. know, Last Black Man in San Francisco. Everything. Yeah. There's so many things. Um so to know that this is this is currently underway and you know there's an investigation and you know he could very well you know go down for this is is pretty disheartening and I am also you know you know thinking about like I am kind of glad that this shit didn't happen during the fucking Creed three um, oh, marketing yeah. rollout that would have tanked that film yeah it would have and and you know obviously Corey isn't saying this because he wants. He enjoyed the movie so much he doesn't want that to be connected. It's more so like there's other people that work super people. duper hard yeah, on that film. I mean absolutely. you know what I mean? Like uh obviously Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Um, um, um I can't think of her name right off the top of my but head. But the girl who played the daughter. Yes. Yeah, there's uh, a lot uh, of people. Rashad, obviously, um Ryan Coogler and Ryan, his team yeah. produced it. There's a lot of people that worked hard on that film mm-hmm. and then having that sort of Having that overshadow in an, uh, uh, other people's work, yeah, would have really, uh, yeah, really ruined it. Especially, yeah, it ruined I mean, it. it's a boxing movie, yeah. So what he's accused of going to watch him in a film boxing, mm-hmm. especially as like that type of a character. Oh man, the way all of it, all of it lines up is very like, oof. it's disheartening. Yeah. Um, I've also seen some people say some stuff like kind of relating it to the whole Ezra Miller thing. Um, talk about it because that's I mean we we can go go deep into both of these because yeah you got both of these men being or both of these people yeah because obviously as a man doesn't being, yeah, uh, uh, whatever one being accused but one who actually like pretty much was convicted pretty much almost. convicted yeah pretty much convicted both heinous of all accusations and and, and of course convictions but one is I'm about to have a. Movie, come, movie out come out. I mean, so it's it's not Ow. necessarily an apples to apples comparison because the thing with Ezra Miller is Flash was f- pretty much done filming yeah, maybe true. two it's years true. ago. Uh, Loki, uh, Jonathan Majors is in Loki season in two, Loki two. Yeah. and that that's not going to reshoot. That's coming out this year, regardless of what happens. Yeah. Same thing with Flash. We'll see. I think Warner Brothers' response to keeping whether or not they'll keep Ezra Miller. Moving forward, will kind of dictate what Disney might do. Got um, it. I will say this though, um, in terms of, and I was telling somebody else this, and they're like, "Oh, it must be great to be white." Because <laughs> uh, uh, Ezra Miller's agents and managers took them into uh, to like the Warner Brothers offices, and were like, they had Ezra Miller like apologize, talk about how they wouldn't do it again, and like you know, that's when Ezra Miller put out the. Um, the little post, the, not the yeah. post, but like the little press release, like okay, they're getting, um, they're getting, they're, they're getting, getting help, help and stuff like right, that. Right? Okay. Uh, Jonathan Majors was dropped by everybody. Just dropped. Just yeah. dropped. So I don't know. I I I won't. I don't want to necessarily Listen, say. Going, yeah, yeah I'm not going to necessarily say that if Jonathan Majors was white, it, the situation would have been different. Right. But obviously, what Ezra Miller is accused of and pretty much on tape caught doing mm-hmm. versus what Jonathan Majors is accused of, and I. I think he's caught on tape doing it. Yeah, Yeah, there's some sort of videotape doing it, you know, regardless of what that tape might show, regardless. Um, The response is definitely different. A lot different, Um, In my personal opinion, you know what I mean? And I'll speak for myself. I don't speak for anybody else. But my personal opinion, I think 
in situations like this, okay, I'll put it like this. When Kevin Spacey was found, when they found out what Kevin Spacey was doing, mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey had a whole Netflix movie that was about to come out that they just shelved. They just shelved the whole That shit. movie is like, they'll never see the light of day. Mm-hmm. Now, Kevin Spacey was in another movie where they just reshot his parts, put somebody else in it, but he, he had a movie with Netflix that just got shelved. Yeah. I personally think that should be the sort of mindset going forward. If you could reshoot it, reshoot it reshoot with somebody it. that's not... That's not being accused and yeah. charged of fucking heinous crime. Exactly. You know or, I mean? you know, and if you can't reshoot it, shelve it. I mean, Warner Brothers had no problem shelving Shelf Batgirl. Girl. You know what I mean? They spent yeah. 90 mil on that. I'm sure they spent almost double that on Flash. Probably, yeah. But at the end of the day, like, they, they, that whole DC universe is changing regardless. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, um, so, yeah. I mean, that's kind of where, I, I mean, of course we have to, you know do like we do with with any public figure you know who's currently being investigated we got to continue to wait on everything of course of course course. yeah because you know Um, there might there might be some stuff that come out um but you You know know there's smoke there's fire yeah exactly Uh, listen exactly where there's smoke there is fire there's fire you know typically there's fire usually there there's usually fire involved for sure um but yeah that that's ultimately where i've been with the thing and you know like like we said with creed you know you had so many people who were involved in the film yeah they were able to at least put that out and, you know, not have someone else's, you know, fuck ups overshadowed the the hard yeah. work that they, too, put into, you know, uh, their their craft, their film. So it's unfortunate that all of this shit has been happening with with him. Um, it's unfortunate for the other for the, you know, was it his girlfriend? Was that it? I or think so. And or something like that? I think it was his girlfriend yeah. or somebody he was dating um, who also happens to work at Disney. Um, you know what I mean? Just want to throw that out there. Well, um, well. Regarding whatever response Disney has, right? Um, just want to throw that that little piece of information out well. there. Well, one of those things where, like I said, like we said earlier, it's not looking good, bro. It's not looking good. It's this not looking is, good. This, this look like more fire than smoke, boss. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> this look like more fire. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm and just and, saying, man. Look and, and look. I want. I, I personally would love to see. I would love to see a situation where, um, regardless of what happens, Jonathan Majors is able to come back a healed person later on in life. Like Shia LaBeouf, I think sure. is a is yeah, a good exactly, example. Exactly. Shia LaBeouf's done a lot of things that I don't personally mm-hmm. agree with. I don't personally sign off on. Mm-hmm. But if you talk to Shia LaBeouf, or if, not talk to, but if you see some of his interviews now, like he did a really good one with um John Barenthal, okay, where uh, you could see. He's trying to do the work. He's owning up to his mistakes, mm-hmm. and he's just trying to be a better person. But he also yeah. realizes, like, when you're a public figure and you do certain things, it's not as easy as just not. saying "I'm sorry" or mm-hmm. "this person's wrong" or like you got to really yeah. own up to you it. You really, really got to, yeah. you got to like know that those mistakes are going to always kind of. So I would love to see that for Jonathan Majors, so. but also you know, this is the situation that we're kind of. This is in just right. what we yeah. have. Yeah, it's you just what, what we mean? have right now. So. I mean, can't do nothing about it, you know. No, um, no I mean, we definitely cannot. Yeah, There's we nothing can't do a damn thing about it. Yeah. Um, just, uh, but we we gonna keep paying attention to the trades like everybody else out absolutely. there. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And Jonathan Majors, you can always swing by Better Sounds. You know, what I mean, we mean, can find it. We can find something for you to do. <laughs> we'll find something. Niggas for you to is do. not gonna have roles, so he's gonna be here. With, yeah, you know, him and Will Smith. Hey, man, listen. You know what? I, w- I do want to say one thing before we before we move okay. on. I saw somebody. Somebody mentioned, because I guess Jonathan Majors is in a movie that was being produced by Will Smith. Oh, for real? Yeah, on Amazon, I guess the uh, the oh, okay. movie with Spike Lee. Because you know he's doing a movie with Spike Lee, I guess. Another movie with Spike Lee oh, on Amazon. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I guess Will Smith was producing, producing it. it. 
Uh, I mean, Will Smith probably still producing it. You know what I mean? I'm if, sure. if one movie that Jonathan Majors is in is still going to come out, it's might be the one Will it Smith. Might be that one. It might be the one Will Smith producing. You know, but uh, I saw them kind of make a comment saying like, "Oh man, of course it's produced by Will Smith." Sort of. Of course. And I just want to say for anybody listening, uh, you know, I, we we joke around about my response to Will Smith before and after the slap or whatever, yeah. but. What Will Smith did versus what Jonathan, what Jonathan Majors, Majors is accused of doing of, yep. is not apples to apples. Not it's at not, all. It's nowhere not near similar. All. I'm not going to sit here and try to speak on what goes on behind closed doors with Bingo. Jada and Will because exactly. I don't know. Nope. I'm just going off of what, what we know, what we know publicly. Mm-hmm. If you see something wrong with Will Smith producing a movie with Jonathan Majors for that reason, yes. because you think they're kind of in the same boat, then I think there's something wrong there's, with you. There's really yeah. something wrong yeah, with you're, you. Yeah, you're connecting dots that don't necessarily need, to be, don't need to be connected. That don't even need to be connected. Dots that aren't even there. You know what I mean? You're you're two plus two and it's five. And you know what I mean? Like, exactly. You know what I mean? No, the math is not math. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, I just want to say, um, regardless of how you feel about either situation, it's not an apples to apples comparison when you're talking about something like that. I think even though Ezra and Jonathan Majors isn't an apples to apples comparison. That's a bit more in line. Like that's these a, are that's, cases. That's a, yeah, that, there's there's yeah. more similarities in that one versus Will Smith Will, slapping yeah. somebody on stage. Like it, exactly. that, that's once again that's that's not that's that's, that's you know what I mean. Shut yeah. up. I, I I hate people sometimes. You know what I mean. Elon Musk needs to shut down Twitter. That's no. That's that's what it is. <laughs> no niggas need. I don't. I don't need people to just have their Twitter account suspended. I need their Wi-Fi and their SIM Bruh, card access revoked. Everything done. I want done. it all cut. Everything off. done. They need to be, be sat all in the room, it. and every opinion they have, they need to write down and get it approved before they, before they speak they, it out. Exactly. That's exactly dog. what niggas need to do. Yeah. But um, speaking of opinions, what's your opinion on Snowfall, boss? Let's, Let's move talk on. about it, man. Look, we moving on. Jonathan Majors. Hey. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we moving on. You know, hopefully we'll have less to say about you later. But yeah. whatever, we'll move we on. We moving the fuck on, bro. Snowfall. My opinion about talk Snowfall. It, this is my about sound the new king. Like, <laughs> I know, yeah, right, the new king. Uh, so actually, yo, yo, funny. When I saw that information, it was like the day of the finale, mm. and my first, and I was telling uh, the homie, free, shout out Freeway. We was talking. He just gave me these crocs somewhere. You can't see him or whatever, but shout out Freeway. We was talking earlier about Snowfall, and I had, and, and King, and I had said, um, when I heard the information, I was like. I was like, uh, I don't know. I mean, Damson Idris, he's cool. Like, he's a good actor. I enjoy him in Snowfall. But I was like, I haven't really seen him play too many, like, kind of different roles mm-hmm. and different types. Like, even in Swarm, he was kind of like Franklin with no money. You but know no, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah Franklin yeah, just yeah, broke yeah. Franklin. Uh, but in that last episode, seeing him go, like, like from Franklin with, like, a little bit of potential that to Franklin completely all the way off, and you still recognize it's the same character, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, okay, I, I could kind of see the Kang thing. And as well, seeing the response to uh, what everybody was saying about these other characters, you know, with Franklin and mm-hmm. just on Reddit. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, Damson Idris can play Kang and get everybody behind Kang. Oh, you know what I mean? Uh, I'll say I, I, Snowfall is probably going to be in my, like, top five series all time. Yeah? After okay. that finale. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see that. I'm sorry. I, I watched I, I texted you, remember? I was like, yes. I was emotional at the end of it. Yep. I was like, damn, am I about to cry, nigga? Like, yeah. I was, I, it was a really good finale. I think it was a really good show. It's definitely a really, really good final season. Um, I know we're giving a lot of, I'm giving a lot of praise to Damson Idris, but 
Everybody killed it. Um, Isaiah John plays Leon. Mm -hmm. Killed it. Gail Bean. I want to give a special shout out to Gail Bean. She wasn't in a lot of the last season, but I was watching an interview where she said uh, when she initially got the role, she didn't know she was going to go play a crackhead. Mm -hmm. She didn't know until like the day she showed up on set and it was like, you're going to be a crackhead. You know what I mean? Now, even like her being alive to the end of the series, like she thought she was dead at one point and like, you know, they brought her back. So shout out to Gail Bean because I think she really killed it. Um, Same thing with Amin Joseph. Mm -hmm. Um, Same thing with the lady who plays Louie. I think her name is also Louie. Angela Lewis. Angela Mm -hmm. Lewis. Angela Lewis, yeah. Angela Lewis. Um, and obviously Michael Wyatt. Um, just every, all the entire cast. The whole cast. The whole cast. Every, was, everybody was, killed it. Was, old dude who plays Teddy. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, everything about the show, I feel like, is just, it's you know, all, damn near perfect. You know, I already said my thoughts on the fifth season. Um, but I, I really think, I really enjoyed the last episode a lot, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But it was really good to see... I think the one thing is it's almost similar to like the response to Get Out. Okay. When I watched Get Out in the Magic Johnson Theater, it, the movie was good. I enjoyed the movie, but seeing the response to that last scene was like, okay, this is like a different type of movie. You know what I'm saying? Seeing the response to that last episode just on Reddit, mm-hmm. um, just a lot of people kind of coming together, sharing their opinions, and a lot of people just being like, oh, if Franklin would have did this, or if these people right. wouldn't have did it, whoop, whoop, whoop. Bruh, and I'm just Niggas like... Niggas always got to like, man, he should have did... Bruh. Nigga, shut up. Bruh, and it just seeing like, oh, y'all really think this nigga is Superman. Like, right. y'all y'all looking at Franklin like he... Like, this nigga got kryptonite in his van. Bruh. Like, Bruh, right? I saw somebody say, uh, oh, why couldn't... Uh, I had posted something on Reddit where I was like, yo, Franklin really wanted... Leon to give him all that money, like all of his. All, all of was it. it like four mil of the five million? I think he wanted to give him. He wanted to like no. He wanted the whole th- no because he was he like. Um, did he want the whole amount? He was gonna yeah, be a partner. He was like, yo, I want, I want the whole three mil or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, I was, I put something in Reddit. And I was like, Franklin is wild, and if he thinks that uh, he needs the whole mm-hmm. three mil for anything, and niggas is like, somebody said, yo, Franklin built this whole shit with a brick in his backpack. If Leon can't do it, he don't deserve it. I was like. Yeah, I'm like, bro. Do you, what are you talking about right Niggas now? Niggas really just be on Reddit, on Twitter, on all of these shits, just talking, bro. No, they That's do, it. they do. But, but I'll say, I'll compare it almost to Game of Thrones, like oh, how boy. people responded to that Game of Thrones finale, just because of how invested they were, the characters. Mm-hmm. How even I responded to the Game of Thrones finale, just because mm-hmm. how invested I was. Like I saw that with Snowfall, and even though Snowfall doesn't get a lot of the recognition that I feel like it deserves, yes. it does average a lot of viewers. But I think. If you oh, look at the demographic people. of the viewers, it's like black people all over the world or black and brown people all over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of people that outside of that sort of... Uh, they got a lot of white viewers too. No, they got a lot of white viewers, but I, I saw something on Reddit where somebody was like, you know, they try to tell their white friend, they're, they're a white person, they try to tell their other white friends about the show mm-hmm. and their other white friends are like, oh, it's a black show, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, I don't Woo! know if I can relate. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, um, and the white person's like, no, nah, it's like a really good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that said, like, I feel like seeing that response just let me know it let me know, like, like us talking about it, like, on this show, yeah, like, it's yeah, almost yeah. validated. Like, we're Absolutely. not, you know, there's going to be a day somebody's going to go back, listen to all our episodes, see how much we're talking about Snowfall, and be like, oh, wow, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's a show that I was fucking with. Or somebody who doesn't watch Snowfall and it's not really on their radar, and they're like, oh, you know what? They're talking about it. Let me, like, check it let out. Me, and they're going to give like, it a shot. Yeah. yeah, and they're going to, like, fuck with it. So, um, it, that, that was really cool, and I'm going to actually genuinely miss the show. 
Oh, um, most definitely. Yeah. What about you, bro? It's what one you of those think? shows, man, that you know, just like any other show that we all, you know, um, fucking like latch on to over over seasons. You know, mm-hmm. even with you know some seasons, people out there, you know, have their opinions on season five. You and and many other oh, people, man, you know, yeah. about you know mixed reviews about you know Absolutely. other seasons. Um, but this season, I ain't seen many mixed reviews at no. all. Even no. with the finale, I mean. It's you can get you got pretty much the most realistic ending to that, I, I to that feel series like. or one of you know there was if there's something else that could have been done differently I, I didn't I didn't see it I, I think I thought it it wrapped up the way that a story like that would wrap up I mean yeah to be quite I mean, honest yeah and I mean Maybe not to cut you off that he even made it yeah I was gonna say not to cut you off some people wanted to see some type of a shootout or whatever yeah, yeah and I was like I don't I don't know if that would have necessarily worked you know what I'm saying like I agree like it wrapped up the way. To me, the most realistic way yeah. it could have wrapped up. Um, and like you know, like I said, if there was another way, how niggas out there speculating, like you just said, that they were hoping that they looking for they were looking for a shootout. You know, they wanted you know Franklin to fucking be able to run off with oh Veronique and the money. I mean, there are these things. Of course, we would have loved to see Franklin not in the way that he did. Of course, sure. that's our protagonist or antihero, whatever you want to. However you want to, he's definitely definitely anti-hero. Anti-hero. <laughs> Um. So, but you know, we so ultimately we we do want to see him at least get what the fuck he was after for having nine episodes prior or longer. Um, yeah, but you know, he was he was. Let's be honest. Was he really gonna get that money? No, he was. Not I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't think he was gonna get the money. I mean, at the end of the day. And if he did, they were it, his his ass was still going to be grass somehow. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. I mean, I saw a lot of people say like, you know, uh, his mom should have waited, waited ten seconds to let him get the money. Sure, and, I, and, I was probably one of those people. But yeah. when I when I sat and thought about it, even though in the moment I was probably thinking up thinking about it right then and two, it was like he wasn't really going to get that money. Anyways. Yeah, I mean, my my first thought was like, this is when he took. A uh, fucking Teddy to like the phone booth and shit. I was like, this is a trap. Yeah, like this is not gonna end well Main for somebody. Street, downtown LA. Yeah, like, I was like, what? this is this is not gonna go well for Absolutely. anybody here. And then so when when um you know I saw a lot of people saying like, oh he could have just waited a little longer, transferred the money. To me, it's like, why do you guys think that Teddy, who just got this hot oil poured, poured on, his, on chest, his chest, poured on his chest, he's finna just let Franklin Hand walk over 37 off seven M's and walk Come off on, after bro. he just killed his dad. Come on, bro. Like let's let's Come let's be a thousand percent realistic. Come on. A thousand percent real. What has Teddy Niggas, done? Critical thinking skills don't don't they don't they ain't they you ain't know there. you know. But but once again, that's a testament to Damson and just performance as True. as Franklin. Everybody True. thinks this nigga is fucking Superman. Yeah. They want this nigga <laughs> to come out on top somehow, yeah. some way. And we all do. Come on, we do. We do. Of course, but. of course. But that nigga was never never getting that money. He was not gonna get them M and M's back. Never getting that money short of him joining the CIA and getting that money back to himself the long way. That part. <laughs> um, no, nah, but uh, the finale was was great. Uh, niggas found peaches. Shout out, shout out, D. Ray. Shout out, D. Ray Davis. Um, Davis. Yeah, um, niggas found peaches. So I was glad to see that. Franklin was on a tear. That nigga there was on a tear the whole fucking season. He he didn't get what he was after. And he lost so much more in the process. It's yeah. like he lost more than what he started with. And he didn't have shit really when he started. He didn't have much when he started. He lost bro. way more. And he lost. He didn't he, just lose money. He lost himself. He yeah. lost fucking his his whatever that was was even motivating him to try to do better for himself. Oh, I mean, it was gone. I mean, so gone. so if I mean, you know, like I did the whole snowfall recap, but yeah. a lot of what Franklin initially was trying to do was 
Like, you know, he he was the smart kid. He had went to college. It didn't work out for him. And he realized, like, all right, as a black man in America, like, it's not going to work out for me if I try it their way. I got to try it my way. So his goal is, like, okay, how do I push everybody, like, all my family, all black people forward? It's like, all right, if I'm, like, essentially the CEO of this, like, drug empire. But in the process, he ends up ruining black neighborhoods. Ruining it. He ends up losing his, his he, I mean, he becomes, like, a, a crazy narcissist. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the midst of it, he thinks that these things only work. Through him. through him so he doesn't care about anybody else's feelings anybody else's thoughts like mm-hmm. the people that he's trying to empower all of a sudden become pawns in the game to make to push him further right. to make him better and when it gets to a point where he can't control everybody anymore and everybody does want to start doing their own thing and mm-hmm. them doing their own thing starts to become working actively against him whether that's just in his mind or whether that's actually what's happening it does get to a point where he does start betting more because you know you bet more you gain more right yeah, yeah, but you yeah. you bet more you also lose you also more. lose more you know yep. what i'm saying and so he does Spot get on. to the point where i mean he sold all the what the south central properties to, to mr tufowitz yeah. or whatever and when he did that i was like i was like i, I was like i love franklin to death but i was like that how was, can you even root for this nigga no go, more yeah like, yeah like that to, he honestly could have no disrespect to obviously the um the locksmith that he shot you know what i mean oh, man, that, that right. sucked that really sucked but yeah that could have occurred in the episode, and I think I still would have still had some type of, uh, you know, confidence or heart for Franklin. Mm-hmm. But him selling everything back to, to Mr. Tufowitz, I was like, oh, bro. All that shit you worked hard for, you know what I mean? The just whole to give point, it right back. Just to give it right back, you know what I'm saying? Just to give like, it right back. Ah, oh, bro. Yeah, but the, the, the episode, man, was was great. The, mm-hmm. the, 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 this last season was fucking... Per, pretty perfect. It, it, I, I don't. I don't really notice. Like I've watched each episode multiple times. Like yes, each time I rewatched it, I was like even more locked in than I yes. was the first time. Especially like which episode was that? It might have been episode not really all of them. But uh, whenever um, Louis was yeah, homeboy had Kane. Uh, had, uh, what's a uh, oh, or Jerome uh, died mm-hmm. or whatever. Jerome that died. one was like that I episode. think episode. Five or six. Was it? I, was like, I thought that was more like seven, eight. It Wasn't might have been seven. I think that was closer to the end. I no, you know what? You know what? It was. It was six okay. because Jerome died. Then the next episode, they had like the kind of um, the funeral and all that stuff. Yeah, but the funeral was towards the end, and then the episode after that, the one that uh, Amin Joseph directed. Yeah, that was episode eight. That was episode eight. Because I remember I was telling somebody. I was talking about the final season. I it's was crazy because like, we got our phones. We can literally we can literally look it up. But I, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, we good. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it is because I remember telling somebody that episode after Jerome died was. I was like every episode, but that episode I think could have been one of the best episodes of the series. Mm-hmm. And then someone's like, "Oh, you didn't like that episode?" I was like, "No, that episode was probably top ten in the series." Yeah, it just I don't think it's like in the top like one of the series. Like mm-hmm. the way the rest of the episodes in that season, the last season, were. Yeah. And that episode was a really good. The one after Jerome died, um, I'm pretty sure Jerome died episode episode six. Uh, but that bro, it was just such a fire such last a, season. Such a fire last season. A fire series finale. All of the callbacks to earlier seasons. Callback to John to John Singleton. R.I.P. John. Singleton. Yeah, rest in peace, John Singleton. Um, I thought that was really really smart. Really cool how they tied in Boys in the Hood. And, yeah, and you know. John Singleton. I thought that was really good. To, yeah, that was um, pretty cool. How, uh, Leon and Franklin were walking down the same street that they were always walking on. Yeah, niggas' lives looked totally different. Lives looked totally different, and the street looked and the street very looked different. Very different. Very very different. So um, 
just a man like in the time jumps you know they weren't like too crazy in that final seat that final episode nah um, yeah i think it was ultimately like a three-year time jump over, the, over no the it was like five years i think four or uh, five started years started in 87 and it ended in 90 it started in 87 oh, okay okay yeah it was about yeah um, about three years so um but fire episode fire way to end the series i mean i you know always think about the other seasons that I really, really liked, but this is probably going to end up being one of the ones that is probably end up going to be like the best season. Of I was just going to say, I think if we did the rank, we'll probably, maybe, yeah, I mean, we'll we could probably do, do rankings, again. yeah, but we might just give it some, let it breathe a let little it breathe bit. Let it breathe a little bit longer. Let it breathe a For little sure. bit and talk about it, but having watched essentially in this calendar year, mm-hmm. having watched the entirety of the series right, uh, from right, beginning right, right, to right. end, I... This was one of those seasons that you were, uh, like how you feel about, um, was that season four, right? Or I think it was season three. I remember season when I was watching three? season three as it was happening, I was thinking like, this is some of the best television I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like I've ever seen in my life. And this is this, this I season think, reminds you of that. Yeah, that season definitely. And I'll also say so I remember when I initially watched the season three finale, I was like, this is a good episode. But you know what I mean? This I wish they would have ended on something mm-hmm. a little bit different. I was like, this this is cool. I'll probably watch this later on and be like, this is a really great episode. Right. Uh but obviously episode nine in that series uh season was a bit more closer to a finale. This one, I could safely say every single episode has been like, even when I watch little clips, I'm like, damn, bro. Like, these niggas was just bodying it, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, everything, just everything about the the, the show. Even, like, um, we didn't talk much about him. Um, I, the dude's name is completely escaping me, but the guy who played Oso. Um, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, his whole arc, I think when you're watching it week to week and you take a long time between watching it and you don't really watch, go back and rewatch. You might feel like a lot of what Oso is doing is a bit random, but when you watch everything from beginning to end, that his arc in the last season just felt super like it just feels super intentional. Mm-hmm. It feels super like it really especially really interesting when you consider like I don't know about everybody else, but when I was watching it, it was almost like, okay, what what's he gonna do? He's working with the DA, yeah. DA, KGB, obviously the CIA, Franklin, Franklin. like yeah. whose whose side is he really on? And like, you know, obviously he chose the right side in my yeah. personal opinion, but it, it was really good to kind of wrap that whole thing up in a bow. Like, I agree. don't forget, also say Franklin when yep. he went up to the Mexicans. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so the, yeah, yeah, it, it was it, it really really well done show, and I think the sixth season really wrapped everything wrapped up in everything a bow up. in a really uh, really really good way. I, I, th- I think it might actually end up being my favorite season. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at yeah. that take it all. But we, I think you're right. We'll 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 revisit, do a, a yeah. re-ranking of these seasons, and probably end up. Six is probably going to be one. Six but, is you know, probably yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see because I'm for sure going to rewatch these episodes again yeah. for sure. Probably all of them again. Today. Yeah. Um. But um. Damson, this nigga here is busy in Hollywood. Did you say he's about to be in something else coming yep, up? What is that? Yeah. So Damson's on his way up. Um. I'm glad I got to watch him when he was coming up on Snowfall. Yo. So I can say I was a fan from him from Jump. There you go. Uh. But yeah, he's in a Apple TV movie. Uh. Formula One. Okay. Movie with uh, Brad Pitt. Um, don't know too much about the plot except that Brad Pitt. I mean, just one of those standard genre movies. Like Brad Pitt comes out of retirement to help some cocky uh, um, racer you. be a better racer, or whatever. I don't know. Um, but Damson Idris, I guess he won the role, and it was like one of those heavily coveted joints. Like a lot of people wanted it. Yeah. Uh, and Damson Idris ended up being the person that won it. Um, but that's not what's going to get you excited about this movie. What's going to get me excited about this movie? It's directed by. The same person who directed Top Gun Maverick. Oh, Joe Kaczynski. Joe Kaczynski. And 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 he's doing it exactly like Top Gun Maverick. Oh, well. No CGI, brother. 
Oh, practical these, real these, effects. These niggas are going to be racing. Oh, they baby. are going to be behind the wheel. Oh well, hey, looks like I'm gonna have to watch this one here then, bro. <laughs> no, Joe Kosinski, bro. Like I, I, I can't wait um, to um, to watch this one, bro. Honestly, um, shit, I did not know that he was gonna be directing this one. Yeah, but I'm 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 super excited to, I guess, lock into it. Damson is, I mean, his star is is gonna only go up here in Hollywood. Hope we hope. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. Outside of, I guess, the Kang rumor, in terms mm-hmm. of what he's actually getting ready to do, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, uh, it's looking things are it's looking like things are trending in the right direction. Mm, okay, yeah. Well, shit, Damson. You know, we we locked in with you. Apple TV. Are they gonna? Are this only gonna be on Apple TV? Or I'm pretty gonna... sure it's only gonna be on Apple TV. Because you know, I, mean, I, I know some of the Apple TV movies they they've released in theaters, even I, if it was just for like a, a limited amount of time. Yeah, I mean, I think with the exception of like uh, the last couple, like Emancipation and uh. Macbeth went into theaters. Yeah. I saw it in theaters. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Emancipation though. I don't think went into theaters. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. Did the last one with a uh, what's her name? Um, Anna Anna Darmus and uh, I don't know Evans. if that's in theaters. Yeah, I don't know if that I'm one not went sure. to theaters. Even though that's become like Apple TV's most streamed movie already, quote unquote, uh, quote unquote. But uh, uh, this is this is from Apple though. This is. I mean, so we'll see. I'll say this. Obviously, Top Gun Mavericks, one of the highest grossing films of all the, time. Yep. Uh, getting Joe Kaczynski to do a similar movie with Formula One. Um, obviously, it would probably entice them, mm-hmm. behoove them to actually put it out in theaters. You know, and make a little bit of money. Yeah, but. I think so. I think I think it's just smart. That's that 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 business model. You know, uh, what was it? I saw an article. I don't know who it was, but I don't know if it was a Hollywood Reporter or Deadline or something that pretty much said how successful 2022 was yeah. and how a lot of studios are. Uh, the box office returns or whatever, like that, these, that. these these fucking like you know headlines, and a lot of people were like, "Oh wow, Hollywood is doing what has been working in Hollywood for a century." Yes, yeah. they're returning to what was working already. So even with these movies, knowing that they're going to have streaming homes, Apple TV, Amazon Prime, Netflix, Hulu, whatever it may be, at least giving them even if it's a short window in the theaters, are, are it's going to help your bottom line every single time. I agree. Every time. I mean. Let's take Maverick here just for for a little bit. Absolutely, the, one of the biggest films of 2022. I think it was only second to an Avatar. Yes, I mean, but. <laughs> yeah, but that that was I mean, come on. Um, but in grow domestically, I think it's still I think it's still out outgrossed Avatar. I think Avatar I was think, bigger worldwide. Yeah. Uh, so Top Gun Maverick, if I'm not mistaken, is like top six. I think it's number six. Uh, that domestic about right. all time. This is a movie that. Paramount put out did really well in its in its initial run. They put it on Paramount Plus, or they were gonna put it on Paramount Plus, but they saw just how much traction it was still getting in theaters. Realized like, huh, maybe we need to push back this streaming release date. The further they pushed it back, the more money the movie made. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the more money it made. And we're even seeing when mo- they put it out on streaming, and it was still. They put it out on their platform, and it was still in theaters, and it was still making money. So when Bruh. you give people an opportunity to go and see these movies the way they were meant to be seen, yeah, on the big screen, in IMAX, in Dolby, in whatever it may yeah. be, in film, on film, a lot of these movies, you know, a lot of those art house movies are on film. Yeah. But when you give people an opportunity to at least do that before you just slap them in the face with it on streaming and just expect them to go stream it that way. It ain't gonna. You're not gonna always get the best return, but I'm glad that studios, new and old, are returning 
back to a practice that they that they shouldn't have stopped doing. They shouldn't have stopped. I mean, granted, 2020, 2021 were just rough. Yeah, so I mean, they there was a lot. They didn't have a choice. They didn't of, have a like, choice, you then. know, necessarily for a lot of that stuff. Um, but I do think, like, I wish HBO Max didn't do the uh, WBD would probably be in a much better place if they didn't do the same day thing for as long as they did it. Yeah, because uh, Universal too. Yeah, you know, oh yeah. There's a lot of same day stuff that I'm like, if you guys would have at least given this a three week window yep. to be in the theaters before you put it in on straight yep. to streaming, y'all would be in a much much better place. Y'all would have made so much more money off some of these movies financially. I mean, I you know how I felt about Prey. I felt like oh, that should have been. Bro, we were uh, just talking about that shit. Yeah, that that for <laughs> sure should have went to theaters. That should have been a um, theaters IMAX movie release. Yeah, even, I agree. Even the limited IMAX. You know, a lot of a lot of studios. Even if their films are not shot with IMAX, they 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 can fucking transpose them to fit. They could figure screen. it out. Yeah, they could figure um, it out. And they'll get in. They'll get a limited IMAX run, even if it's a week. Yeah. But that's one last year. That I'm like, damn, this movie right here would really like. It already did well streaming. It did. It would it have did fucking really done. well. Oh man, it would have yeah. been crazy. But no, I'm just glad that studios are are giving us that opportunity again, man. I love it because I'm always there. And what do we do? We go to movies. So why not? Yeah. Let's talk about some movies that we've recently seen. Absolutely. What is that one that we just recently seen together? Fucking well, Mario. We didn't see it together. Yeah, we didn't see it together. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> That'd have been crazy if we saw Mario together, bro. No, like, we could go see Mario together. We, we could probably see it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, actually. We could go see it. We, we I, drove to fucking Orange County, California oh to see Tenet. To go see Tenet, bro. On laser instead of IMAX. Yeah. I just want to point that out again. If y'all, this was before you, uh, laser, so this is genuinely standard. Oh, this standard. is standard. I don't even know if true. it was an AMC, bro. That I think AMC. it was a Regal. No, it wasn't was a Regal. It was AMC. It was AMC. Yeah, that's what my um Fandango account said. Oh, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, bro. That was that was crazy in 2020. 2020 was a rough motherfuckers. Year, yeah, motherfuckers thought we was crazy. We drove forty. We drove damn basically forty miles yeah, we, somewhere. We thirty, really forty miles. We to go really should have just drove the extra and twenty drove minutes. A few bit further to see it in IMAX. Yeah. But anywho, that besides the point. The movies that we've recently been watching. Yeah. Um. Super Mario. Super Mario, man. I mean, we could have saw Mario together, but we didn't. Yeah, we didn't but but yeah. since we didn't, let's talk about how we felt about the movie. <laughs> Absolutely. What you I, think? I, I liked it. Um, I thought it was an enjoyable movie. As Crap somebody who sure. grew up In playing the games, you Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's really uh, for us. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of stuff. I'm, I, so out of a lot of like these sort of, you know, bigger budget movies that have a lot of Easter eggs I've seen. That might have had the most amount of Easter eggs Absolutely. I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> like, they had vi- a lot of visual stuff. They had, like, a lot of audio cues, a lot of stuff that I was like, I was like, bro, is that, like, like the game, uh, Luigi's uh, ringtone was, like, the GameCube thing? Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, it was like, the, I, when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's nuts, you know what I mean? Like, there was a lot of little shit that I was like, oh, okay, like, mm. this is stuff that you... You gotta be super fucking like lit, like stuff that's like this. I if I didn't play like one random Mario game like fifteen years ago, I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have gotten this little random little thing right here. So so no, there was there was a lot of cool things, a lot of um interesting things. Uh, I enjoyed the movie. I thought you know it was a fun movie. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they I think video game adaptions are really really hard to do because at the end of the day. Um, we can always anybody you can play the game and have your own individual experience. So how mm-hmm. do you go to the theater and have a better experience than whatever you could have did at the crib? Right. You know what I'm saying? Um 
So video game adaptions are pretty hard to do, but they took like something that's super popular, really well known, made something really cool. Uh, I do have one criticism, and it's really, it's really a minor criticism. Like, um, I wouldn't even say it takes too much away from the movie. I just feel like because we have, because of where animation is now in terms of animation movies, mm-hmm. uh, between like, like what Spider Verse did, and like I think Puss in Boots kind of mm-hmm. touched on, like, like did like some really cool animation. Uh, I feel like the the movie ended up looking like just a really long cutscene. Which isn't necessarily bad, but I also feel like, all right, you guys had the opportunity to do something really crazy, really interesting um, animation-wise with this movie. Um, but that's like a minor criticism because at the end of the day, they might have did something crazy and I might have been like, okay, you guys went too far. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Um, so, so, yeah, it's really a minor criticism at best. Um, outside of that, I really, I really enjoyed uh, the movie. The fucking Peaches song, fucking slaps. <laughs> Jack Black, yeah, Jack Black killed Bowser. Man, he did, he, he, he did. Was great. You know what I mean? Uh, it really great. took something that could have easily been a one-dimensional villain mm-hmm. and uh, obviously gave it life. Uh, so yeah, I thought I thought it was a little depth, man. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Man, yeah, yeah. I th- I thought that the movie, just like you, um, I thought the movie was was fun, entertaining. Um, I saw it twice. Saw okay. it in IMAX, of course. Mm-hmm. Then when saw it again in Dolby. Okay. Um, I've been going to Dolby a little bit more lately. Do- Dolby's not bad. You know, the Dolby fucking is. sound in Dolby is yeah. obviously. Supposedly, Dolby's better than IMAX. Allegedly, they say Dolby yeah. is better than IMAX. I, I'm a big picture guy. Yeah. So I want the biggest screen possible. Yeah. IMAX is is un, is unmatched. Yeah. In, in yeah. that regard. But the sound quality in Dolby. Oh, nuts. Oh, man. I wish they can bring the two together. I'm sure they've figured it they, out. There's some theater there's, in the world that has it. IMAX and Dolby, yeah. same time, and 3D. Yeah. And reverberating seats, and <laughs> Prime. Oh, and yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, this, this nigga <laughs> went a little too much, coach. No, um, but no, I thought the movie was, was yeah, I thought it was all those things. Super nostalgic, man. Like if like you just said, you 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 hit the nail right on the head. Of course, this is like an, you know, a, a, an animated film, a, a, a game like based off of a very popular game. It's still pretty popular. I mean, very duh. popular. Um, but Fifth this movie, grossing. man, was really for people who grew up playing that shit, pulling the goddamn thing out of the, yeah, out of the cartridges, pulling yeah, in it, cartridge. like yeah. stand up all night trying to beat these fucking levels and get yeah. the Bowser Punk at like. This one was really for people who were that locked in, you know. Even yeah. though there was some kids there, of course, you know they they probably got a lot of the references and enjoyed it just as much as those adults. I mean, That's yeah. what I really liked about the film. Like when an animated film can bring the inner child out of an adult and like yes. make them excited to go see a movie that's based on a fucking game that they grew up playing. Yeah. Oh man, I think you you nail it just off that alone. And then when the movie actually follows through, like the acting, even though Chris Pratt. Mm, I you know I wasn't I wasn't mad at I think before the movie came out I was definitely like I don't know about Chris Pat or Charlie Day I was like that's both of them as as Mario and Luigi I was like y'all could have got somebody better but having watched the movie I was like you know what no I'm not I'm not mad at this this is the only my my only hangup that has that's been with them casting Chris Pratt as Super Mario is. It's just his. It's just like the Lego Movie voice that he like. Pretty it's much, just yeah. His, with his, a with a slight with a slight with a, accent. With a mamma mia, like yeah, with a yeah. Like, <laughs> but apparently, they they he him and Charlie Day try to do something a bit more New York or New Jersey, and they were like, nah, this, you sound like Sopranos now. So oh like, nah. shit! Yeah, okay. they was like, we we don't want it for don't whatever reason. That. Um, niggas uh, were from Brooklyn. They were yeah, they were from Brooklyn. I thought they were gonna get a little bit more. Italiano from yeah, Brooklyn. Like, I, I their family, sure, but not yeah. really much Mario and Luigi. Them niggas was... 
Yeah. But yeah. anyway, aside that's aside from just kind of like you with you know some of the the, the animation. Um, that's that was kind of minor. The movie was still good. Yeah, I was still very much like uh, I enjoyed it. I didn't have like a, a bad experience both times. Thought the movie was great. Also, really liked that the movie wasn't long either. Oh man, <laughs> sometimes Dog. movies get a little lengthy. Man, I Bro. go to the movies a fucking lot. Sometimes I just want to go for ninety minutes. I bring back the ninety minute movie. Sometimes I just my car was. I went damn movies were over so fast. My car was probably still warm outside. It was still warm. Might have left the keys and the I, motherfucker was did, still on. Yeah, and it was came yeah. back and just you didn't even park just an actual pull, spot. You yeah. just double parked yeah. outside the entrance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Oh, but I so I I really, really enjoyed that. But um yeah, Jack Black might have really been that like my, my favorite part of the movie, man. Easy. He made Bowser like Bowser is, you know, we know Bowser from the game. Jack Black brought something else to Bowser on, on top of, you know, him throwing in the Peaches song. Yeah. But Bowser was pretty terrifying. Yeah, Bowser is, and so I'll say in the games. Now, take I've, I've played the games, but I, I can't say that I've like ever really. Ha- I've, I've think I think I've defeated that motherfucker. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how many of the Mario games I've like actually owned and beaten. And beaten. I think I've owned maybe like two or three of the actual Mario games, and like maybe beaten one of those. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, it was one of those things. I used to go to other people's houses yeah. and play the games and stuff, like play a level or two or whatever. Let somebody else beat it. But that said, I don't know of like Bowser's personality as mm-hmm. much and i think jack black brought, brought a lot to it, it man. uh to compare it to another video game movie like uh sonic right jim uh, carrey plays dr Harry. robotnik so i've beaten a couple sonic games i played like a couple sonic games to completion mm-hmm. and i know a little bit more about dr robotnik's like sort of personality and there's been like sonic cartoons so i know a little bit more about dr robotnik's personality and jim carrey was still able to bring like another level to it that i thought mm-hmm. I was like oh, okay that's really cool but i feel like what jack black did is a little bit crazier just because it's like you took something that I don't that I think could have easily just been one dimensional, just for sure. He's just the big bad. All right, let's go get this nigga. Like, and he took it to a level that's like, okay, this is really entertaining. You know, you're excited to see what comes next in the Mario franchise, mm-hmm. especially regarding um, Bowser, um, and the rest of them niggas. You know, what the saying? rest of them, man. I thought, you know, even um, I can't. Who was who's the voice actor? Of oh, Toad. Toad? Uh-huh. It was Keegan Michael Key. That was Key. That was yeah. Key. That was okay. Key. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Toad Toe was great. I I just enjoyed it. I'm I'm gonna probably go see it again before before it before its uh, theater run is up. Um, but I really enjoyed it, man. But that ain't the only movie I done goddamn seen. Oh yeah, let's talk about it. Oh man, um, let's this. I can do like a rapid fire. Let's so do it. The month of April was this a busy nigga was month of cinema the for me. Constantly on and on top of seeing some of these movies I'm about to mention multiple times, there were just other titles that I was just there watching. Um, or just watching movies in general at home. Um, but the Super Mario movie, um, what else? Bo is Afraid. Yeah, oh I'm, I'm, okay, so let's, let's talk do, about Bo is Afraid let's, for let's, a Let's bit. do it real quick. All of these movies, you know, you, we got our notes here. You got my notes. We have our notes. We have the same notes. Read those movies off. I'll do like a rapid fire. Rapid fire. The, I'll okay. do a rapid fire letterbox rating of all of those movies. Okay. All right. Let's so do it. Let's start with Super Mario because we were just talking about Okay. That. And I'll say I'll give it a, a 3.5. I gave it a 4. Okay. 4 out of gave 5. It a 4. 4 out of 5. Uh, Bo is Afraid. Uh, 3.5 out of 5. 3.5 out of 5? Yeah. Okay. Evil Dead Rise. 4 out of 5. Okay. That makes sense. That seems like some shit you were mm-hmm. like. The Covenant. Ooh, I gave that a four out of five. Four out of that five. That was really, really, really good. That Damn. was that might have been one of Guy Ritchie's best films in a really? very long time. Mm-hmm. Wow, really, really well acted, very well written. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was great, but Dar Salim 
was the fucking man in that one there, the, the interpreter in the film. Okay. It, I got to check that out. I'm going to check was, it out right after Mar- Super Mario. really good. Go I'm going to try to check Dolby that out soon. Too. Okay. I'm going to go see that in Dolby. All right. Moving on. Renfield. Renfield, I think I gave it a three out of five. I really liked uh, Nick Cage's Dracula a lot. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's fair. Nicholas that's Holt was great too, but he's pale a lot in a lot of his movies. It's like, damn, they ain't going to never get this nigga. <laughs> um, but no, I, I Get this nigga up, tan or something. Aquafina was pretty funny too, but no, I really enjoyed... Uh, Nick Cage was born to play that that role of that Dracula. role of Jacqueline. Okay, like, all right, yeah. all right, interesting. Showing up, that is uh, Michelle Williams and Hong Chow. Ooh, I think I gave that like a two and a half or three out of five. I, really, me, what is that me, about? Me, shout out Jonah. Um, it was just kind of dry movie. Okay. It, was, it was Michelle Williams was like this this uh, what starving artist, kind of struggling artist. Okay, um, trying to make it, you know, living a like a modest life. Um, Hong Chow was like her friend slash landlord. Okay, um, and she was like. Had her parents were were kind of wonky, weird motherfuckers. It was it was just a a, a a kind of a slow burn type movie that okay I ain't really care for it that much. It wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong, Hong right. Chow. Like it was very performance heavy. It was heavy. Like the the storyline was just a little dry. Like Michelle Williams, okay. Hong Chow, like they were fine. All right, but the storyline was just a little just dry. Wasn't so it? I think I gave it two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. Mm, damn, that's crazy. Or How did do- I say three? No, you said, say, two you said two and a half. You said two and a half. I did say two and a half. Well, that okay. might be the lowest rating you've given anything outside of, uh, what was that movie? Uh, the one that we both hated. Uh, wh- shit, which the one? The one, uh, the horror movie uh, that everybody liked, uh, Barbarian. Oh, fuck yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. might be the lowest rating since Barbarian. Yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But moving forward, How to Blow Up a Pipeline. How to Blow Up a Pipeline, I gave that four and a half out of five. That movie was spectacular. And wow. it was not long either, which made it even better. A thriller about some motherfuckers who was trying to like basically stop the government from fucking up shit, and so okay. they wanted to fuck up the government whole sh- whole operation. Okay, and get away with it, or you know, I don't want to spoil. No, it yeah, don't get spoiled. Actually, um, oh man, I, I and some young people too. Same okay, about, fuck it, fuck the government. Yes, I was all in. I was locked in. Cinematography was great. The sound was great in that film. Okay. All right, all right, four point five. That's four, the highest I gave it a four rated side. It was a, it was, it was, a, it was a really, really, really good movie. Okay, Mafia Mama. You actually saw Mafia I saw Mama? Mafia Mama. Man, look, I'm that, there. I'm a listing. Man, I, I feel you. I'm a listing. I sure did. You got to, you got to run I that gave quota. It two and a half, though. Two and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that he got that much. Tony Collette was cool. Um, I'm sure she was cool in the trailer too. Yeah, Tony Collette was cool. The movie was just kind of like. Yeah, it, it seemed like that was the direction yeah. I was going in. A thousand and one. That's Tiana Taylor's film there. Her oh, yes. Catlett. Um, I actually enjoyed that one. Like, I enjoyed okay. it better the second time I watched it. Um, shout out Focus Features for sending some niggas some tickets. Okay. Um, I oh, was you got you to, a Focus Insider? Yeah. 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 I've seen, yeah, seen them little emails. I'm like, I, I got to lock in one of I got these a, days. I got a few more coming up from yeah. them. Shout out to them for sending niggas some tickets through. Um, but um, the uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot more the second okay. time. Another one of those films that is, you know, like performance heavy. This movie was truly, um, you know, I know Tiana Taylor's acted in other things before, but this was one of those films that come whenever award season starts to roll around. Focus Features is going to push this one. I mean, this yeah, and I believe push. Focus Features is owned by NBC Universal yeah. or something like that. So mm-hmm. I'm sure they they'll have the money to, yeah. to oh, give it a big push. Um, it was it was good though. I gave that one a I think I gave it a three point five out of five. Okay, uh, Alina Waithe, I think she produced it. Av Rockwell directed it. Okay, um, but no, I I that was a good one there. It, it the heavy subject matter, 
Um, so it's not one of those films that, you know, kind of like The Covenant too, heavy subject matter. Not one of those movies that I would probably sit and watch mo- like over and over and over yeah. once or twice. You know, maybe see it again somewhere later on down the line. It's not one of those movies that you're going to forget. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. When, when, you, when you see it and you actually like get into the storyline, get into the acting, get into everything else that's going on in the movie. Um, I enjoyed how true they were to the, to the, to the, like the years, like the, it's kind of a period movie pretty much when you think about it. Cause like the years that it takes place, like it doesn't take, it's not like a current day movie. Yeah. It's like the, the, the storyline happens in like the nineties and eighties and all of that stuff in the two thousands. Okay. Um, and they, they stayed true to all of those eras, like the fashion, the, the, oh, the, the lingo, the music, everything. It was, I think it was a very like well-made movie okay. for sure. Like heavy on the Twitter topics. And we, like they were kind of, woven in there in the storyline i mean of course like twitter wasn't around during the time that the timeline in the film but a lot of like the little like you know one-off conversations that you would hear like someone else having in the movie sounds like what niggas are talking about on twitter, on twitter today. okay oh, like, okay all right that's oh, interesting okay. that's interesting i'll definitely check that out mm-hmm. uh dungeons and dragons dungeons and dragons i liked a lot i gave it a four out of five yeah i actually saw when i, I saw super one, mario man. i was either gonna see covenant or dungeons and dragons also and i ended up not have, getting a chance to but yeah man i yeah. enjoyed dungeons and dragons a lot that was a, a lot good of good one. a lot of good reviews from mm-hmm. dungeons and dragons um all right i mean that's that's your list uh well, April, rapid fire, yeah, April, yeah. April was a full month of movies, man. But um, one that I out of that list, the most recent one that I saw besides Mario, because I did just recently see that again, is Bo. Bo is afraid. I've seen Bo's that twice afraid. in IMAX. It's a three hour movie that you it's saw. It's a three twice. hour film that I saw twice in IMAX. Yes, that is nuts. That's I've actually heard a lot of IMAX. mixed reviews about Bo is afraid. Con- mixed, controversial, all of these yeah. things. Those buzzwords are they warranted? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like a really weird movie, huh? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right, and um, but good performances. You think it's oh, gonna get some buzz oh, at the end man, of the year? Shit, yeah. Okay. All Joaquin right. Phoenix was great. It's Joaquin. Joaquin was great. Fucking Patty Lapone was great. Okay. Um. Fucking. Um. They were, of course, the the focal points of the movie. Joaquin more than anyone else because <laughs> he is Bo. Um. But the the individual performances were great, man. Um. Beautifully shot movie. It, it was yes, fucking, I mean it's the same director as Midsummer and, um, um, and Hereditary. Both of those movies look good. A twenty four films there. Oh, also, here we go. Um, just like this one, beautifully shot movie. Um, Ari Aster is just a fucking madman. Yeah, that's just what yeah, it boils down to. That's what everybody's kind of saying. He's a madman with mommy issues, and a lot of them. <laughs> um, but no, I I saw it twice. Um. Hopefully you liked it. <laughs> yeah, in order to see it two times. Yeah, like, yeah. I enjoyed Hopefully it. you liked it. The, the, the most, mostly the reason why I saw it the second time was like I went with someone, but the first, like I also needed to understand it more because the first time after I watched it, I saw it in, in in IMAX Burbank AMC. After the movie was over, we were all just kind of sitting in our seats still, just trying to like, not in the way that I was after I saw everything everywhere all at once last year. Yeah, I was sitting in my seat because I was floored at how amazing the movie was. For everything, everywhere, else. Yes. Yes, okay. For Bo is Afraid, niggas were in their seats because they were like, what the fuck would, would, were we just watching for three hours? What was happening? Like, what, 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 what is going on here? Did, did all that stuff really happen? Was it happening in his mind? Like, what's going on? It, it was, it was it's heavy on the mind fuckery in this one here. A three-hour mind fuck? Yeah, oh three-hour epic uh, spectacle mind fucking movie. I'll Absolutely. wait till it hits showtime. Which is absolutely where it'll yeah. be. Yeah, <laughs> I'll wait till it hits showtime. Um, 
you would think, but I don't know, man, because sometimes A24 get a little get a little stingy with some of them because why is the well still not really? I don't, is the well streaming somewhere? Oh, you know what? Uh, I think they started a new deal with someone. It might have been HBO. Yeah, I think it actually might have been HBO. HBO. I think we talked about it on the previous episode. I think I think that's why. Because you're actually right. It's definitely uh, the whale is definitely not on uh, Showtime. It should have been on Showtime. Yeah, but um, I but overall, Bowman was. It's I've you know recommended people to go see it if they want to see like a if they like big grand epic type films about you don't know what the fuck it's really about you just want to see some wild ass shit happening for three uh, hours go sit the fuck down find the best seat in the house of course but also what I really liked about Bo's Afraid which is what a lot of people really liked about Bo's Afraid aside from the individual performances by Joaquin Phoenix and Patty Lapone and everyone else involved the sound okay great sound mm. um, cinematography was good but the sound you needed to be an IMAX or Dolby for, really? for this one, yeah. Mm. Don't go see this in standard, ladies and gentlemen out there. See this in. in I mean, in, in if, a, if you're listening to this podcast, yeah. don't. There's nothing you need to yeah. see in standard. Yeah. We're not recommending sense. those standard films. Don't get me wrong. Um, look, niggas ain't seen hella movies in the standard, and I'm gonna continue to see them in standard. I, I watch Mario in standard, but I'm usually trying to watch standard when I get to the crib. If uh, I'm, if I'm yeah. taking my black ass to AMC, Regal, Cinemark, wherever, uh, Tarantino, New Beverly, yeah. I'm trying to see it in a specific format each Yeah, time. I, I'll put it like this. If I watch something in standard, I probably decided to watch a movie like an hour before I actually got to the theater. That's fair. You know yeah. what I mean? That, if, I, if I'm watching that's it in standard. And or, that's, you, or, I, you've just, or you've just seen it so many times that you don't Yeah, that I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it in standard. Like, who cares? I've already seen it in, like, some other format. Mm-hmm. But typically, if I'm, like, planning to go to the movies to watch something, it's IMAX, Dolby. Um, I think Prime is going to be the AMC. new standard for AMC. That sounds about right. I don't uh, know but, what's taking them so long. Yeah, I don't know either. But Laser, I've seen stuff in Laser. Although, Prime is actually pretty good. When Prime I seen is good. Stuff, yeah, when I see stuff in Prime, I'm Prime usually like... Good. I'm like, this ought to be y'all new standard. Like, okay, niggas. I'll see y'all. That was good. I'll see y'all. I enjoy Prime. I can't wait for that uh, Sinopolis to open up in uh, England. Oh, baby. I can't wait either. That IMAX yeah. screen is going to be nice. I know. There's one, there's one kind of near my school that I want to check out before the one in England opens up, just mm. so I can see what it's like. Um, okay. But, I'm on an IMAX tour right now. So, I mean, I'm I'm going to all of the, I mean, the best IMAXs, I, I still have my list already. Okay. But whenever I discover a new IMAX uh, screen and it's not super far. Yeah, I'm usually trying to like give it a shot. Okay, you, like. this one is a little. It's kind of far. Okay, but you might need to check out the AMC in Thousand Oaks. Okay, because I was pleasantly surprised when I went to go see Mario. Let me actually see the exact format that I watched it in. Uh huh. Because when I walked into the theater, it felt like I was walking into like a um, like a, like an actual theater, like where they do plays and shit. It yeah. was a really ah, really. Okay nice setup like i was i was pleasantly i i watched it and i was like oh i should have been coming to this theater a lot more um yeah let me see what format i watched it in yeah it looks like it was just standard i just watched it in standard but that amc though they got imax there though I believe they have IMAX. There. Oh, it's dining. I don't think they have IMAX. Okay, yeah, some yeah, diners have IMAX though. Some do, but none, none near not, us. Okay, yeah, none near us. Yeah, um, like Topanga and shit. Yeah, yeah. Even then, um, but the, yeah. but the, the way the seats were, it wasn't a lot of seats. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like maybe like six or seven rows maximum. Really, really big seats. Even though it wasn't IMAX, the theater was like the screen was massive. Mm. And I was like, okay, this is actually a really comfortable, really good theater okay. experience. 
Um, that I was like, you know, this, this is this is one of those things where it's like, I'm sure not a lot of people go here, which is why the theater is so fucking nice. <laughs> but I was like, this this is actually a really good theater experience. So um, I, I would check it out. It's not it's not an IMAX. I don't think that they do IMAX. But if you ever get a chance and you're like, you know what, fuck it, I don't I'm mind driving all the way up to fucking Thousand Oaks. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I would do it. I've drove, yeah. driven to Calabasas before to see fucking and yeah, once upon fucking, time in Hollywood. Yeah, and Thousand Oaks <laughs> is not far from Calabasas. Yeah, Thousand Oaks is like the, I'm damn near the next city. Literally the next. City. Yeah, I I, w- I would check it out because I was once again very pleasantly surprised by the theater and the theater experience. It was like a few people. Uh, I think it was like me and like another like a um, a mom and a child, which I was mm-hmm. like, damn, I'm really watching a kids movie, low key. You definitely. But, <laughs> but they were like. When I got initially sat down, I was like, damn, they're kind of close. Like, I hope, you know what I mean? It doesn't feel weird mm-hmm. me sitting here. But then, like, as the movie started, it was like, oh, this, they may as well have been like a hundred feet away from me. Right. You right, know what right, I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it felt so far like, when space. actually, yeah, oh, when the movie man, I so, love it. I love space I'm, in a theater. Yeah, I'm telling you, I, I, I would strongly consider making a trip to Thousand Nucks to go to that AMC if you're on like a little, it's not. You don't have to put it on an IMAX tour, but if you're on like a little mm-hmm. AMC tour, mm-hmm. I, would, I would put that on the tour. I'd okay. Pleasantly surprised by that theater. Wasn't right. Hey, I ain't mad at it. But yeah, man, that's that's that my month of April was was busy, yeah. but I cannot wait until May, man. Oh, May's man. coming back. I'm right back in the theaters. It's hella shit that I'm probably gonna be watching come next month, and we're gonna have another one of these rapid fire letterbox ratings. It's gonna probably end up being like a that's gonna have to be a segment on the Let's show. Let's do it. Just I'm down. Fucking, yeah, rapid fire. We yo, you, I mean, you're always in that motherfucker. Like I, I am always in that motherfucker. Let's to, let's to hear the reviews. But if I'm not at the movies, guess let's where else I'm at? Yeah, at, at the crib. Home. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm watching fucking TV. There you go. <laughs> oh man, what has been on the TV channel? What what have you been streaming uh, at the crib? So man, that we've been back. We've, I mean, we've had the, the the privilege of watching again because they're back. They are <laughs> back. They, they are, are back. back. I'm still not caught up on Succession. Oh man, get this man knife. Cut this. Man uh, I mean, but Snowfall's over. I need something to watch. So now, yes. now is the time to get caught up on Succession. School's mm-hmm. about to be over. Like I, 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 most likely will be all the way caught up by the time uh, the show. About this show, man. Talk to me, man. This show is something else. This is one of those. Sh- this show, like, I haven't done my rewatch yet. I'm waiting until this, this, this. The series is over, which and we got another few weeks. Yeah. Then I'll do another rewatch. But I've rewatched it before. Wow. Just like the the I think what I love the most about the show, and I think it's what most people love about the show, aside from like all of the fucking <laughs> betrayal that happens in the show and the dirt and the scandals, is the writing. Yeah. The writing is is man. I don't I don't know what the fuck is going on in that writer's room, bro. I don't even though I usually watch like after show, usually the you know director, I can't think of his name, uh, the creator, you know, they're usually talking about like, yeah. how they came up with uh, lines or storylines or whatever. But the writing on Succession is so strong. I think that's really the strongest thing about the show. I genuinely think that is their strongest, like. And that, that's saying a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually Because the acting is really good the already. The acting is crazy. The acting is, that is fine acting there. Yeah. You know, you have you have good actors, you have, you know, great actors. Yeah. That's fine acting there. Like through and through. It is just fucking everything like all of the cute like I don't even know. I, I I need to see a making of episode of how like they're able to just feed off of each other. Like yeah. because I imagine that 
a lot of that shit is improv too, probably. It seems like. Um, especially for Karen Culkin. He he gives that's that's the kind of the energy that he kind of gives. Quirky, yeah. I'm improv in a lot of this shit. I know what I'm supposed to say here, but I don't like the way that this even sounds. I'm gonna put it my own way. Yeah. And it fucking works. Um, but the show is great, man. This season they have not missed. This season has been full of some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you've been on the internet, you've been on Twitter, you know kind of have an idea. Of where this show currently is, still got a few a uh, few weeks left of it. Thankfully, I'll still have some time to watch more episodes of the show because it can't end yet. I need to keep yeah. watching. It. Um, but no, man, this season's been great, man. If you're not watching Succession out there on HBO about white people fucking each other over, I don't know what the fuck you were watching on television on Sunday nights. It, if it's not Barry, at least. But yeah, let's <laughs> talk about Succession. Is is just man, what a what a show, and um, I'll hate just like Snowfall. I'll hate when it's over. It's like appointment TV, just like Snowfall. Yeah. You know on Sunday or you knew on Wednesday with Snowfall that you were watching Snowfall. Yeah. You knew, even if you didn't watch it in real time, if you were going to watch the replay, yeah, that FX knew. is going to play it nine times. Oh, my God. Um, shout out to FX for that, <laughs> Shout out to FX. Yeah. Shout out to FX for giving niggas a chance. Like, look, we know y'all out. Yeah. You know, doing your dirt, whatever you may be. When you get to the crib, Franklin and them going to be on. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be the new episode. Cause they always, gonna be, it's just gonna just gonna be starting because we're gonna start it at a random time. Oh, oh my god, yeah, because I remember <laughs> I was watching a Laker game once during this oh, season, too. Yeah, I was watching a Laker game once and didn't realize, like, oh shit, it's like it's 7 p.m. because you know it's 10 o'clock uh-huh. Eastern or whatever. I was like, oh shit, it's 7. This game's not gonna end till like 7 20 or whatever. And I was like, damn, I guess I gotta watch Snowfall at like 8 or whatever. And then so when I like actually clicked on the FX app to see what time Snowfall was, it was like. Eight like fifteen or something. Just a weird ass time yeah. that I'm like, like out of all times to put it on. But I was like, whatever, it worked for me. Worked for mm-hmm. you. Oh man, but no, Succession is pretty much just like that. Of course, they have a, they don't have a random time. They come on the same time. Yeah, it's always gonna be the same every, time. Every Sunday, you drop on the app or if you watch in real time. But man, I'm gonna just like it's appointment TV. I'm gonna hate when this is over, man. But you need to get current soon. In, very soon. Very, very soon. soon. Um, no, nah, but it's great, man. It's I, they haven't missed. How many this, episodes is left? I think we just got to episode five, so I th- okay. Think, I, I think it's usually ten episodes. Yeah, I think so I think I can have I can barrel through because I'm I'm still in. We're halfway there. Oh, listen here. Um, uh, nah, yeah, I yeah. think I'm I'm still in the third season. I have had to see what. what? Episode, yeah. I told our engineer to cut your mic off. I don't man, know. Why I, I don't know. I guess I guess we got audio. He's over there. Oh, he's he's busy doing something else. Luckily Jesus for me, Christ, this <laughs> His man is not even on season four. He's nuts. Anywho, well, Succession is great. You get current on it. Please tell me you at the very least are current on the next show we're about to talk about, and that stars Bill Hader. That one's called Barry. Are you current on Barry? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, of course, I'm. I just needed current, to know. Bro. Like, all right. Well, what, what 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 can we can we not talk about? Yeah. Barry, let's talk about how you feeling thus far. Barry, what are we three episodes in? What are you feeling? How are you feeling? Three episodes in, yes. And I binged all three episodes mm-hmm. like two days ago, I think. Listen, um, listen to this, man. He ain't yeah, I know. I told y'all, you know what I'm saying, last last month been a little hectic for yeah, your boy. okay. But but things things are slowing down. You know okay. what I mean? going to be back locked in. Uh, thank God we ain't recording the last six weeks. So it would have been some very, uh, it would have been a Corey show. Mm, Let me tell you that. Pretty much. <laughs> no, it would have been. It literally would have been a Corey show. Yeah, I would have uh, rain ghosts and shit on Yeah, I would have been like, oh, okay, that's what you've been doing. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, yeah. So uh, I watched Barry. Yeah. I'm liking what I'm seeing. Um, I think initially I thought the whole season was going to kind of be him in jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like that's not the direction they're going in. Uh, I do like that. 
I do like that they're not going the route of just, you know, oh, Barry's bad, everybody's good, let's just wrap everything up and kind of push forward. Like, I, it looks, you wouldn't think it's the final season the way things are kind of going. Mm. Um, also, want to praise Bill Hader. He directed the three episodes that three have episodes. come out so far. And hasn't he written all three of them, too? He has also written all three. Um, great. Phenomenal. Great TV so far. Um, Andy's also acting his fucking ass off. He is off. fucking acting his ass off. I don't know what you niggas are out there. I have you have your feelings about Barry. You're nuts. Yeah, you are nuts. And y'all know who we talking about? Yeah, nigga. <laughs> no, precisely who we talking about? Still catching strays, I guess. Uh, but no, no, I, I'm I'm I, I'm thoroughly enjoying what I'm seeing with oh, um sure. with Barry. Um, excited to see where the story goes. Uh, one thing I've always liked about Barry. Uh, since the beginning is that they've always been able to kind of subvert expectations. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Going directions that I'm not necessarily expecting. Uh, going back to Snowfall once again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's one thing I liked about Snowfall a lot. So uh, I'm excited to see how this show ends, especially compared right, to... Another, uh, another another great show ending. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Especially compared to like how uh, uh, Snowfall ended. So yeah, I'm excited. What about you? What you think of uh, Barry? Oh man, I love it. Barry is one of my shows, man. Yes, sir. Barry is one of my shows. I, I've watched all episodes. I've multiple times now three especially most recent one uh, which was fucking great yeah. um no it was just a really good show i'm super impressed with more and more impressed I, we got a gotten glimpses of it you know in each of the previous seasons uh, especially the uh, uh season three um but really impressed with uh bill Hader's directing and writing and acting of course yes um and everyone else uh fucking henry winkler is just great as gene kusno yes um Fucking who was that? Sarah Goldberg is that who plays Allie? I think that's her name. I, I believe I could be wrong. that's her name. She fucking that role is for her. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm actually like I couldn't imagine her playing anybody else. At yeah. This yeah. Um. And uh, fucking Noho Hank can't think of his name. Oh right now. yes, yes. Noho Hank. Great. Oh great. I love man, Hank, bro. Um, I love any, Hank. any any early theories about how Barry might end? Uh, man, I. Um, in, in, at least in my mind, I kind of feel like it has to end with him like dying. Okay. Um, realistically, so I, I kind of realized in the last season, Barry's a bit like about almost addiction, in the sense that uh, Barry, the character, is obviously addicted to killing. Yeah. And he, but he's also addicted to like the the feeling of like love that he gets from other people and stuff like that. And then you see how like how the uh, the people who play actors are in the show. Like they're addicted to like just that that um sort of adrenaline that you get from like praise from other people or like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh especially as like play actors. Um or theater actors rather. Uh so yeah, I, I think I think it kinda ends with everybody's addictions kinda catching up to them and you know, everybody just kinda like I feel like Barry dies few people end up in jail like everybody just ends up in a very worse spot than before they met barry 100 um and they were all in pretty bad spots they already are they, in bad yeah pretty yeah. bad spots so i that's kind of my theory but similar to snowfall because i kind of went back before snowfall ended and saw what some of our theories were you know a couple years ago or even like last year mm-hmm. regarding it and we both kind of came to the conclusion with regards to snowfall regardless of how they ended it like you know versus our theories we, we, as long as it's good, yeah, you know, who it. cares? That's and it. I, I kind of feel that way about Barry. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, Barry could very well be alive. Everybody could, you know, nobody could learn their lesson. And as long as it comes out good, I'm, 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 I'm fine. I'm usually pretty content yeah, with that for I'm sure. I'm content. As long as it's a good episode. Most definitely. 
Um, I think the same. I okay. think Barry dies. I think Hank is going to put him in the ground. Oh, my God. Um, No-ho Hank? No-ho Hank might be the one that off Barry. You know what? I think there, I'll have to find the Reddit thread, but I think there's an interesting theory that uh, says in, in previous seasons, that's already kind of like hinted at, that that's probably how the show is going to end, is No-ho Hank is going to be the one that kills him. I had really? to find this thread. It was, oh, man. I hate that I don't save certain things sometimes. Yeah, you got to save I be kind of high. Um, so I'm like. Just kind of? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was, it was, oh, man, it was like, it was on Twitter. I wasn't on Reddit. It was on Twitter. Somebody put together like a, I don't know, it was only probably like six or seven tweets, something like that. But just, you know, callbacks to past seasons okay. that were like alluding to the fact that it'll probably be Hank who puts Barry out mm. of his misery. That'd be yeah. interesting. And then we kind of got a glimpse of how their relationship is uh, in, in this most episode. recent episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. soured. You know, sometimes just with, with, with any other fictional relationship, like in Snowfall with Louis and Franklin, oh, yeah. um, in Succession, you have fucking Logan and Kendall. Oh, okay, goodness. yeah. Um, Barry. Now you have, well, Succession, Logan and Kendall never really had a good relationship. No one has good relationships on Succession. All of their relationships yeah. are kind of bad. Um, but in Snowfall, uh, Louie and Franklin, like, at first it was, you know, family. Um, we, I'm going to put you on. I'm going to put you in touch with the right people. We're going to help yeah. each other. We're going to love on each other. We're going to get this money together, blah, 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 all that stuff. I'll say this though before you even continue. Even that was, I mean, yeah, that's looking at it through rose colored glasses or outside looking mm -hmm. in, that's kind of what it looks like. But if you go back and kind of rewatch it, it's almost like, okay, Louie realized in manipulating Franklin to get in with this lady at the club, she can get back into the club. And then, oh, Franklin's oh, back of sure. money. Now we can buy the club. And then when Franklin kind of puts her on, now she wants to kind of do her own thing. What? Yeah. So it, it's almost a, um, Going back to even the Noho Hank and the Barry thing, like initially they were coworkers to an extent. Like they mm -hmm. were kind of using each other for certain things, and like now it kind of developed to like I think almost a one-sided uh, mm -hmm. friendship because Noho Hank thought they were friends. Thought they were and, friends. Yeah, and now that's obviously kind of not. I could actually see that though. Like now that like Noho Hank being the one to, to mm -hmm. kill Barry or be responsible for Barry dying. Or be responsible. I mean, he was already trying to off him. He was, and he failed. And, and like, he I failed mean, because Barry is too fucking swift. Or he just got, bro. he actually just caught a break. Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> did, really, he did. Um, no, but I, that's that's my my fan theory. I, I don't really care if I'm right or wrong. Of course. Um, I like when I'm right, but I really don't give a shit because guess what, you just said it. As long as the fucking show ends good, as long as, you know, it doesn't feel like they just piece some shit together and it's like, yeah. okay, this is what we're giving y'all. Sorry. Like, I, I'll be content with however. I'm I'm thinking that Barry ain't going to come out of this alive, but I'm, I'm, we kind of felt like Franklin might get off. Then this nigga was fucking... I, yeah. It's a, I and, mean, and Franklin died in other ways. He didn't fucking yeah, physically die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't. He, I mean, I was oh. texting somebody and I was like, him living as a drunk. Is probably worse than that. Worse you know than what that. I mean? Like him being a homeless. I actually put that on on Reddit too, and I was like, yeah, him being homeless and the sheriff probably telling worse. this nigga get bro, the fuck out of your crib, bro. Somebody told me, nah, he got off easy. I'm like, being homeless in 90 South Central is getting off easy. Are you? 
Yeah, bro. No, niggas love Franklin on the internet, bro. It's crazy. But all that, all that to say, all that to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, we definitely thought Franklin was dying at a certain point, mm-hmm. um, and we were def- definitely wrong. But I think wrong. him not dying made for a better ending, for sure. Um, and that'll, and that'll probably how Barry might end. I think, but Bill Hader is one of those directors and writers, as, as we know. He usually goes the 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 unconventional route, yes. with with everything, even. In the stuff that he wasn't directing and writing, just his him his acting. It's always um, like almost an unconventional route. Always. And so that feels too easy. Yes. Both actually, both of those feels too easy. Barry dying or living, because you're gonna have people who think Barry will stay alive, and then you have us people like us who our theories prove that Barry is not gonna come out. of Yeah, we're pretty sure he's not. But either easy. or. Yeah, and I think that's when so the uh showrunner of uh, Snowfall had talked about why him like why Franklin dying would have been almost too easy. How uh Franklin um living with his decisions is like a better mm-hmm. it's like better and then like him like going to jail might also be a bit too easy cuz it's like Okay. Like he doesn't necessarily pay penance for a lot of the other shit that he does because whatever he's going to jail for is not for killing all the people that he killed. It probably won't be for moving weight for the CIA, like for putting crack in his neighborhoods. It'll be for something like relatively minor compared to that, right? Um, and I think that's the same thing with Barry. You know what I mean? I Barry so being in jail doesn't really atone for all the shit that he's done. Fuck um, no, it's too uh, easy. especially seeing that he was about to become an informant. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry. Woo! Yeah, but seeing that he's about to become an informant happily. Uh, doesn't necessarily atone for all that stuff. Um, obviously, Barry dying doesn't atone for all that stuff, and doesn't necessarily give him doesn't it doesn't end this doesn't, a series yeah. in a way that's I guess in my opinion almost satisfying. Yeah, if that is just like the last scene is him dying. Um, so there, there's 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 definitely ways to do it, and you're right. Uh, Bill Hader definitely goes the unconventional route. I mean, even him. I don't think like eight years ago I could have imagined Bill Hader as like an Same. action star. You Same. know what I'm saying? Like, you might have told me he, he could write and direct something, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, write, direct, and star in something that's, mm-hmm. like, on HBO that's a comedy. And that's I'm like, a oh, comedy yeah. drama. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I could see that, but telling me that he would be, like, a, he could be a bona fide action star. Like, mm-hmm. I could imagine Bill Hader doing, I won't say, like, a John Wick movie, but a John Wick-type movie. Uh, I mean, Bob Odenkirk did Nobody. I don't know if you saw Nobody. No, I haven't. Yeah, nobody's actually pretty good, okay. and it's from one of the the people that are part of the John Wick. He was either a one of the directors on John Wick, John or okay. uh, but Bill Hader. He's a pretty convincing action star if you watch Nobody, and I feel like I'm not Bill Hader. I'm sorry, Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, a pretty convincing action star if you watch Nobody, and I feel like that's a role that Bill Hader can easily fill based on what I've seen from Barry. Mm. Um, and Barry even takes all that a step further. So. Uh, I'm sure however very ends, it's going to be unconventional. I'm just, I think so, too. I, yeah. I'm just interested to see where it goes, and hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's good, yeah. Um, something else that we've been hoping would be better, Bel Air Season 2. How are you Ooh. feeling about this one? Got mixed reviews. It's tough, huh? tough. I'm, I'm not... So I, I think like I'm still watching it, too. I already yeah. know you're still watching it, so... Yeah, we talked. I think we talked about Bel Air Season 1... And I don't think I think we liked it, but I don't I don't think at least up until like almost a lot when Marlon Wayans came up, uh, which ironically was not long after the slap. <laughs> I think it was a week after the slap was the episode of Marlon Wayans. Right. Yeah. Um I think it it was a good show, but it's definitely very soap opery. Mm-hmm. I think the issue with Bel Air is they 
they're remaking a comedy show into a drama. So there's a lot of things that happened in the Bel Air, Fresh Prince of Bel Air comedy that, you know, the beginning of the 30 minutes of uh, fucking Carlton is, uh, he's doing speed. End of the 30 minutes, Carlton's no longer speed. Next week, we're going to talk about something completely different. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter, right? Uh, Because it's a drama, you don't really have that comedy crutch to fall back on. There's a lot of stuff that you got to kind of keep keep on going, you know what I mean, just to make the show keep going. And it, it it does get to a point where it gets a bit tedious or it gets a bit weird. Like this whole Jazz and Hillary thing was cool at first, but, you know, now we're at the point where it's like, okay, I don't even care if y'all are in a relationship. I just, I, they just need, clearly they need something for y'all two niggas to do. And mm-hmm. I don't know if this was the best something. You know, Jazz is a Muslim. That was a little weird, a little random. Uh, well, he well, that's he really is in real life. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. so that's cool for him yeah. in real life. I think the way it was presented in, in the show, in the show uh, okay. was very like. And look, I I know people that are like Muslim. I know some people that are like from the Nation of Islam. You talk to those people, everything they say obviously isn't like, oh, hey, I'm a Muslim, or hey, course, you know what I mean? Course. Same thing with Christians or anybody of any other religion. Right, right, right. However, in the show, they made it like clearly it was a big part of his life. Yeah. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, yes. And like it just hadn't even, it hadn't come up in like, I think this is like the fourth or fifth episode of the second season. So in almost like 14 hours of television, this thing mm-hmm. doesn't, that hasn't come up Ever. once. Right. You know what I mean? Not yes. even like in a passing mention. So that was a bit weird. And if it has come up, you know, my apologies. Um, I just feel like with with season two of Bel Air, they're they're kind of in a tough spot because you know you're you're ha- you have this black show that wants to touch on um, what it's like to be sort of affluent and black, mm-hmm, black and sure. yeah, and there's a lot of things that kind of go into acceptance. that. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Like there's a lot of things that kind of go into that that is hard to. I think it's hard to focus. It's hard to have that many characters in a show like that. And folk have everybody involved in every storyline because that's not realistic, right? Like Hillary doesn't have to be involved in fucking Will, uh, Will in his college shit. Uh, you know they have everybody involved in the Black Lives Matter shit, but like that doesn't have to be a. Uh, it doesn't. Have, a lot of these things don't have to be reoccurring things, and mm-hmm. it, it kind of gets tough for them. I feel like as, as writers um, and showrunners and shit. No, that's fair. So I, I I know it is tough, but at the same time, I do feel like they they can do a bit better of a job. Oh, I agree. Opinion. You know, I, I agree heavy on the on the like the overall like soap opera e type yeah. of of direction they've gone. Like all American. I don't know if you ever really watched that. I, it's very I, I have heavy on soap opera. I watched like one or two episodes. A also. very soap opera ish. Like yeah, it's a drama series, duh. But they they that that's in there. Kind of like um Empire. Empire mm. was was kind of a soap opera. It was a drama sh- show, drama series, um, but. The, the 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 drama just sometimes felt like either weird or or random or it just didn't fit the story it just okay. it just felt like they were do, trying to just come up with the most outrageous way of of telling yes. a story or telling yes. a, a subplot of a, of an overarching you know story with empire and with you know all american and now with with bel air in season two i'm watching it of course i'm gonna keep watching it because it's coming back from season three it, it's uh, i think peacock's most successful show is Bel-Air, if i'm not mistaken definitely see that um so they're they're definitely you know checking off a lot of boxes on that yes um in terms of the the story and where it's going and like you said you it was exactly pretty much what a lot of people are probably thinking as well you're trying to take this classic 
black sitcom, or not just black sitcom, this classic sitcom. Classic sitcom in a general sense, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, turning it into, like, a drama series. Now, when we, we were all on board, we've been on board, because it's like, okay, a reimagined, re- re-envisioned version of The Freshman's of Bel-Air. Sure, there, there's always a creative way you can redo something and put in a new spin on it. Yes. Um, in the first season, they proved that. But Absolutely. the second season, it it has been lacking. Um, yeah, most most definitely. I don't know if it, you know, sometimes these shows, you know, they come back for season, you know, like second season, third season, sixth season, whatever. They start getting a bigger production budget. You get way more writers in a writer's room. You get like all of these different elements that can kind of take away from what made the show successful in the first place. Yeah, um, and I think they're kind of dealing with that, but. To your point, I do think that it's still a you know overall good show that yes. could just that could be better. Yes, in, and you know, I in think yeah, and I think that's so. A lot of um, my issues with Bel Air is not necessarily like the main plot. Like I think the Will at the AAU team, I think that's a cool plot. Uh-huh. That's it's interesting. You know, it's something I haven't necessarily seen in the show before. Um, seeing like you know Phil Banks, uh, Philip Banks, and how he's sort of dealing with that whole. You know him in the um, the law firm law shit. Firm, like, yeah. That's that's kind of interesting. Carlton obviously with his drug problem, how that's going. That's pretty mm-hmm. interesting. I think everything else underneath that, just because those aren't necessarily whatever's underneath that, isn't necessarily like the main driving plot of what's going on in the show. Mm-hmm. Isn't treated the same, and like a lot of it's just kind of half-assed in my opinion. I can see um, that. And it shows. I just think they just need to do a better job of everything. And like you know, I, I, I guess I'll say this, and you know, we can move on or close or whatever, but. Uh, a lot of what makes shows, I mean, it's not an apples to apples comparison to uh, Snowfall or anything like that, but a lot of what makes shows like that better is that they have an end in mind. Like, they know, okay, this is where we're going to kind of end. Right. With Bel Air and I think even Empire to an extent, like, when they're doing their shows, they're not writing it thinking, like, okay, we're going to end in the sixth season with this particular thing. It's more so like, okay, like, we're just going to keep it going. Keep, keep it going. We're just yeah. going to keep it going because people fuck with what we're doing. Yeah. So it's just a bit like, okay. Which, I would do the same. I get it. I, I'm a, I, I, Look, I'm all for it. Hell but, yeah. you know, it, it, it definitely shows. Yeah, it definitely you definitely shows. can tell. You can for, definitely that's tell. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but, hey, you know, we're we going to keep watching. We're going to keep so, keep supporting black creators and their yes. content. You know, if it ain't good, we're going to for sure let niggas know. Oh, yeah. But we're going to still give you all um, or give us, our people, our creators, uh, a fair shot. Just like we give any fucking body else any motherfucking body else but hey we about to get the fuck out of this I big know. bitch this has been episode 31 of course yes, we sir. appreciate y'all for locking in with us for the past however the fuck long we've been talking about been movies minute. and tv and shit but before we get the fuck out of here tell these people where they can find you good sir Dini bus on instagram uh, uh-huh. um don't worry about twitter i think twitter's not gonna be around by the time <laughs> this episode comes out <laughs> Uh, what is but, going on with Twitter now, uh, bro? What is not what going, is on, not with going on with Twitter? Yeah. That, that bitch is right. That they running Bruh, pops motherfucking uh, fucking Halle Berry. Me, everybody in this room that has a Twitter is on the same level as Halle Berry right now because there's, there's that's, no blue checks. That's, that's done. If you're not paying for these motherfuckers, yeah. So 
Yeah, Twitter, which niggas ain't doing. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter is a shit show right now. Twitter so, is, an, uh, yeah, it yeah. is. So, but uh, guess what? You can still catch me on that big bitch. You can, <laughs> and you can catch the pod Twitter on there while the app is still existing. While the app is still in existence, for sure. Lock in with us on Twitter. Um, we gonna start posting more on IG like we used to, but yeah. you know, um, just follow our socials. Follow us on Letterboxd. Um, keep streaming. Let niggas know to stream if they want to hear niggas talking movies and TV and shit. Yes. Niggas. Talking movies and TV and shit. Capital N I G G A S. N I G G A S. Um, E R S for him. (laughs) This nigga here. This nigga here. Um, (laughs) That's all the fuck we got. Knife, take us out of here. Whoop. Niggas saw it. Now niggas talking. Welcome to niggas watching. Niggas saw it. Now niggas talking. Welcome to Niggas Watching. Niggas Saw. Now Niggas.